fight. Columbia Lions football is on the air. Tonight's game on WKRM is being brought to you by Parks Motor Sales, by Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, by Ten Pin Alley, by Fast Stop Markets, Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Columbia Foodland, Holland's Pharmacy, Family Dental Associates of Spring Hill, by Custom Stone Handlers, Brown's Body Shop, by Murray Regional Medical Center, by Quick Mart, by Davis Heating and Cooling, Sands Fence Company, Baird Financial, The Parker Group, by First Farmers, by The Garbage Man, and by Caledonian Financial. And now to the field for tonight's game, here's Lewis and Lee Maddox. And welcome everyone to week 10 of the Tennessee high school football season. Tonight, homecoming under the Friday night lights of the friendly confines of Lindsey Nelson Stadium, where the Columbia Central Lions will face the James Lawson Lightning. Hello again, everyone. I am Lee Maddox, joined with former Lion great and my son, Lewis Maddox, for the call of the game coming up at the top of the hour. And what a perfect night, Lewis for football and for homecoming. Homecoming ceremonies are going on right now here on the field. It's a pretty neat atmosphere, isn't it? Yeah, just just name the queen. You got actually a, an intern that's kind of been helping us out at the radio station for, for, for a little bit now. Gia Sharp just was named uh, the homecoming queen. Her mom works at Columbia Central High School. Oh, wow. She's got a great family, and uh, uh, congratulations to her. But, yeah, um, what, what a perfect night for some Lions football here in Columbia, Tennessee. Lindsey Nelson Stadium, it's a packed house. There was a uh, it's homecoming. Like we just mentioned, there was a good pep rally here earlier. I know I actually got a chance to see a little bit of it when I was setting up uh, for tonight's broadcast. They had uh, the pep rally on the field? Had this pep rally in the stadium. Oh, had, wow. had a parade coming from the school all the way over to the stadium. I mean, you'd think you were in Knoxville if the crowd was orange. <laughs> it was a crowd, a sea of purple coming down a uh, um, you know, the, the road right here adjacent to Lyon Parkway to the stadium. And uh, this place was packed. Everybody had a good time. And, um, yeah, what a, what a perfect way uh, to celebrate homecoming here in Columbia, Tennessee with this game here tonight. It's, it's beautiful weather. These are, these are the best games to play in. Field conditions, man, this field looks look like it did back in September and yeah. August when we started. It looks just as good now as it did then. So, it, But we hadn't played here in, in a few weeks, you know. We've had two weeks. We've had a, a, a week off with the bye last week. And then, of course, we were at Franklin County and, and got that great win there, 18-6. to 6. But we, we haven't played here since, uh, you know, back in week six or, or week seven, I guess. Yeah, and against Spring Hill, if I'm not mistaken. So and that was overtime. Been, you haven't oh, been yeah. here in a really long time. Oh, yeah, that's it's right. been a really long time since since you've been uh, oh, in the yeah. Mary Woolwick press box. That, no wonder it seemed a little different to me up here. Yeah, yeah it sure has. We're about to have the uh, national anthem here if we want to get a – interview in or yeah we had the chance uh, it is uh it, it is homecoming and uh, the band is out here they just had the ceremonies they're still taking pictures of the homecoming court uh the flags are coming on the field uh, for the national anthem and we did have the chance to talk to a couple of the uh lions players this afternoon here in preparation for this game against the lawson lightning so let's take a listen and see what these guys have to say and here we are with uh, senior Malik Smith. Mal- Malik, uh, big game tonight against uh, James Lawson Lightning. 
And you guys have had a week off. You had a good, you had a good, uh, I hope, a good week of practice. Yes, Your thoughts on playing tonight? Uh, I feel like we're going to play good tonight. We just got to execute. Coming back from uh, fall break and everything, we just got to come out and really dominate from the jump. We'll be good. So talk about the season so far. You know, this is this will be the ninth game y'all have had. You're five and three on the year. Uh, talk about the way you think you've been able to, to respond. You know, you've had several good years here now. Uh, talk about this year, your, your final year. I'm just really trying to set the tone for my last year here and really just hold myself to really high expectations and getting the job done. I feel like the season is. It was a little rocky starting it off, but I feel like we start. We're gonna start figuring stuff out very, very soon. What's it like when you you make that play? You know, I've been watching you for four years now. You've been you you make the play, or either on defense, or you make a good run, you make a good block. What's it like when you do something successful? How does it make you feel? Uh, it, it gets me riled up because I just want to make even more plays, and it gets the teammates riled up. I mean, I stay focused a lot, really. Everybody, when you start making plays, everybody getting hyped, and that makes people else get people get plays and everything it's just it's real fun out there i love it well good luck tonight out there malik and uh, we look forward to next week as well in that final regular season game and getting ready for the playoffs thank you and now joining us is freshman starting center liam titus liam uh congratulations to you uh, on getting into the starting lineup like you have What's it like as a freshman to come in and playing on varsity for the Columbia Central Lions? It's definitely a lot different than middle school was for me last year. It's it's two or three steps higher, higher pace, and the size difference is a bit. It's big, really big. And well, yeah, so uh, the the speed of the game, obviously, yeah. you you hear that a lot, I guess, yeah. from going from from one kind of uh, level to the next. Mm-hmm. It's that same way here, right? Yes, sir. And what's been the hardest part for you to, to, to kind of uh, to get engaged? Definitely keep my shoulder at bay. If y'all don't know, I have a torn labrum, and I've been playing through the whole season with it. But that's probably the hardest part it's been is keeping that healthy. But you got to be really excited. You're a, you're a freshman, you know, playing on varsity. you got three more years of yeah. this, right? Uh, so how exciting is this? It, really exciting. I'm, I'm excited for the opportunities that I'm going to get. And I'm already I'm happy with the opportunities I've already had. So. What, what do you think tonight about James Lawson? Uh, I think we're going to win, go win that game. Yeah. And then hopefully next week against Lincoln oh, yeah. County. We're going to win that game, and we're going to go on to the playoffs. All right. Well, congratulations on, Thank you. on so far this season, and good luck tonight. Thank you. There you have it from uh, freshman starting center, Lewis, Liam Titus. I can't believe, you know, there's a freshman center for the Columbia Central Lions. And then Malik Smith, that four-year senior, that's just meant so much to this program uh, during his career here. Yeah, it's 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 really rare and it's a it's a real blessing when you have somebody that comes straight up from eighth grade uh, and can make an immediate impact on your football team. You just don't see that a whole lot, especially um, up front in the trenches. It takes a lot of time for those guys to kind of develop. We've only had a couple. I mean, the only person um, in my class that got a chance up front was Antoine Moore. We all know the, the football player that Antoine was uh, a few years back. Started at defensive end, kind of a hybrid outside linebacker with his hand in the dirt, rushing the pass 
passer. And, um, you know, Malik the same way. He's, he's He got some playing time his freshman year as well and has had an impact his entire time at Central High School. Um, yeah, it's just outstanding what Liam Titus has come in and done. And he mentioned that, that torn labrum. He separated his shoulder and tore a muscle uh, in there somewhere. And that was, I think, in week number one or two. He's been playing through that the whole season with a brace on. Um, just an unbelievable an unbelievable guy and, and, and a really bright spot for the future of this Columbia team to have him for, um, you know, the next few games and into the playoffs and then for the next three years as well. So tell folks if they're able to, you know, we, we know we got folks listening on the radio, but we have a way to listen and watch the game. And right now they're showing that on the field a really cool uh, player from Columbia Central that played on that state championship team and now he's playing you know, on Sundays. Yeah, Shaq Mason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an unbelievable guy. I know Shaq is a legend around here. You hear the ovation from the crowd. That's all for Shaq right now is uh, Dan Janes, our, our public address announcer, just spent about 10 minutes listing all of his accomplishments dating back to, uh, you know, the 2009 runner-up state championship team and the state championship winners uh, here at Columbia Central in 2010. He was a huge, huge part of that. Went on to play uh, in Georgia at Georgia Tech. Um, yep. You know, played all four years there. So they, they, Dan just just mentioned that he played in 11 games his freshman year. Um, from there, went on to New England, played with Tom Brady. Got some followed. rings. Yeah, got, got some rings. Got some Super Bowl championships. I believe he's got two rings. Yeah. Um, and then followed Tom Brady. Actually, Tom Brady recruited him to Tampa Bay to play with him there. Now he is a Houston Texan in a, in a new contract, his first year down in Houston. I know a lot of you guys, uh, I know myself, was kind of disappointed he didn't come and join our Titans. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah. um, we'll get to see him twice a year. He's, a, he's an AFC South rival, but still, a, 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 you know, a legend here at Columbia Central High School. And he's walking out with the captains right now. Honorary captain tonight. Yes. That's kind of cool. That's just really cool. So to have him, they're obviously off this week uh, with a bye week. The Texans are. And, uh, I was kind of hoping they would lose, but they're not playing uh, yeah. <laughs> Playing this weekend. Maybe, the, maybe and, then, and of course, the, the Titans aren't playing either. So they, they, they definitely needed a break. But you're right. I wish uh, we could have got him into to Nashville with the Titans. But, but so cool that he's, he's been able to meet with the players uh, this afternoon that he's been back here in t- into town. He was in the locker room with them. Uh, I know giving them all kinds of pep talks and, and uh, some of his advice. And obviously it's got to be – and he, he obviously played with Coach Goff. They were teammates right here yeah. on that state championship team. Yeah. And uh, I heard they were like best friends. Yeah, you know, they, so. they were. I, I, I mean, uh, you know, Shaq was, was probably the best offensive lineman in the state of Tennessee in, in his time in high school. But, um, you know, it's kind of hard to say, but Trey Darius Goff was kind of the MVP of that entire team. Won both sides MVP. Won yeah. two MVPs of the state championship game uh, his senior season in 2010. But, yeah, those guys are, are very, very close. Uh, I saw him catching up before the game on the sideline. And, and the fact that Shaq is still very heavily involved here in this community is, is just awesome. I know he's got um, his Christmas charity toy drive that comes up every around Christmas time every year. I know I had a chance to uh, – uh, to, to participate in, in that and help in that a little bit throughout yep. my time at Central. Just a great guy, great family. Got a chance to play with, with his brothers and cousins throughout my time playing football. D. James, um, who, was, who was a great linebacker here at Columbia Central two years ahead of me. And, um, yeah, Shaq is, Shaq is the standard and, and the role model for Columbia Central football, and he continues to show it. Uh, day in and day out, and he's still performing at a, at a very, very high level, uh, you know, 
12, 13 years removed from this field. No doubt about it. And he'll, he'll go out as an honorary captain along with Malik Smith and uh, Caden Caleb McCoy. Clinton and Caden McCoy. And Caden McCoy. Yeah. Uh, they'll get the coin, coin toss here shortly, but we want to hear from the last word from head coach Tredarius Golf as he talks to us about uh, tonight's game and about the, the week, uh, the bye week that they've had this past week. So joining me now is head coach Tredarius Golf. Coach Golf, you face a team tonight called the Lightning, mm-hmm. James Lawson. Mm-hmm. It's a brand new school, but one that was at Hillwood, I think, and Columbia's played them in years past. Y- your thoughts? You've had a week off with mm-hmm. a bye week, and thankfully you got that win at uh, Franklin County mm-hmm. two weeks ago to kind of get you into the bye week mm-hmm. on a good note. What's it been like uh, in the bye week, and what's it like tonight facing James Lawson? Um, during the bye week, uh, I think we was able to take advantage of getting some guys healthy. Uh, we had some shoulder uh, – uh, some shoulders injuries, um, ankle injuries, um, different, just different little injuries, you know, um, nicks and bruises. And we was able to use that time to give guys rest and let them get the proper, um, the proper time to heal that they needed. Um, you know, at this point in the season, it, it, nobody's a hundred percent. So guys still, you know, still not a hundred percent, but that, that time was good for us to, to use to get some guys healthy. And, uh, since we've been back, the guys came back with a different, a different type of energy, you know, a couple of practices we had this week, I think were some of our better practices we had all year. Um, I don't know if they missed each other or missed the game or what, but it was it was good energy this week during practice. And it's homecoming tonight against mm-hmm. James Lawson, a, a team that's not in the district and it's not going to count one way or the other mm-hmm. uh, in terms of district play and or region play in terms of how you kind of seed out mm-hmm. uh, for the playoffs. But... You always want to win, right, Coach? No matter if it's a region game or not. Mm-hmm. If it's against my little cousin or whoever, I want to win. But uh, <laughs> and especially at homecoming. Yeah, especially at homecoming. It's no better feeling than you know you have your festivities all week, and and then you got the game Friday, which is the main event, and that's what I preach to the guys all week, man. It wouldn't be no pep rally. It wouldn't be no parade. It wouldn't be no band out there practicing for the game on Friday if we wasn't coming to play the game. So don't lose focus of what's important. So what are you looking at of this team? What what do they show that um, uh, maybe concerns you, or or maybe uh, looks like your team is mm-hmm. is well suited to to go to match up against mm-hmm. them? Um, well, uh, they they have some guys uh, who are athletic. On uh, their quarterback, he's a speedy guy. Um, he'll run the uh, zone read, and if you don't have an end there to contain him when he pull it, he, he, you you'll see his, the back of his jersey, and you'll get to get get familiar with that. So. Um, they have athletes. They try to put them in space. They'll run screens, bubbles, um, run like I said, run the zone. They they do a multiple uh, multiple of different things. So we have to be ready. So you, you think the team is ready? I know it's a it's homecoming. Mm-hmm. A lot of distractions with that. Mm-hmm. You've had the week off. Maybe mm-hmm. some distractions. If they've been away from the game for mm-hmm. a couple of weeks, what are you looking for tonight? Uh, I, I I I know we're ready, man. Um, and I hope we come out there and display it. Cause like I said. Um, just the vibe I've been getting from practice, some of the ex- execution and effort we've been able to get out of the guys this week is better than the past weeks we've uh, practiced. So I-, I know these guys are locked in because um, I-, I-, I gave them that that break off. I told them, man, we get this win, we'll take a break, and then we come back and we got two more games, finish the regular season, and, and who knows where we go from there. So I know these guys are already locked in. They know they know our mission, and we, we said take it one game at a time, and, and this is game one. 
Familiar foe going to be an honorary captain tonight, mm -hmm. one of your your former teammates. Mm -hmm. What's that like for you? Oh, man, that's awesome. Um, I was glad that he was um, – Who is it? Shaq Mason. Yeah, Shaq Mason, um, the one and only. Uh, I was glad he, he was he – was, um, had the bye week. Yeah. They had a bye. Yeah, they had a. It matched up. It matched up, so uh, he could get here, and he was wanting to do it as well. You know, I hit him up, and he was all in on on, on being there. And he just hit me up a little while ago, um, and and tell me good luck for tonight. So, yeah. so it is what it is, and I'm I'm glad he's going to be able to make it. This will probably be the first time he's been back since we left. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, coach, uh, good luck tonight, and and obviously next week as well. Okay. Thank you. And there you have it, the last word from head coach Tredarius Golf of the Columbia Central Lions. And, and obviously, Shaq Mason gave us some good luck. Uh, he he uh, had the honorary coin toss, and the Lions won the coin toss. Uh, for, yeah. And they deferred, so they're going to be kicking off to the Lawson Lightning here on homecoming night here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium under the Friday Night Lights. A beautiful night for football, Lewis. And I, and I know personally we, we like that, that call a, a lot better than, than getting the football first because, you know, especially on your, home, on your home turf, crowd's pumped up. You go out there on defense really, really fired up. You get a stop. It's almost like you got the ball first and you get it. It's, it's after the halftime. It's like you get a second possession. All right, here we go. And uh, Luis Garcia going to line up uh, the ball at his 40, kicking from left to right on your radio dial. Hopefully you all can see this on Facebook, Twitch, and uh, YouTube. And there's the kick. Got at the 10-yard line by the Lightning. And a, a good return to them for them up to the 30-yard line goes number five, Hawk Mason, for the Lightning is where they'll spot it now right at the 30-yard line, first and 10. Lewis? Your starting defense for tonight for Columbia up front, left to right. You got Zach Cole, Dravius Hall, Tristan Harden at nose guard, and Afan Davis going to be playing that right side end spot. A lot of guys out up front. Autry Smith, Roland Manning, your outside linebackers. Quan Sims and Jordan Davis are your corners. Malik Smith and Jason Barnett, your inside linebackers. And your deep safety is Justice Haggard. Very good. And at quarterback for the Lightning is number 20, Shields Cam is what I'm showing as his, Cam, or Shields. Cam Shields, I'm sorry. And he's just going to take it down himself and get to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. Uh, a great uh, response there from the left side of the defense, including Jaravius Hall, and I think that's Tristan Harden out there as well, right? Yeah, Tristan playing that nose guard spot, and it's a, it's Afon Davis getting his first start ever. He's gotten a little bit of playing time at that defensive end spot. He's he's more like a like a cornerback type bill, but he's he's kind of he's a little bit taller playing that defensive end spot because no no Cam Bratton tonight. No uh, Savion Ferguson tonight. No Kamarion Dawson tonight. Wow. Um, so some guys stepping up. Zach Cole starting as well out, out on that left side end. There's a shotgun snap. Going to hand it off around the left side. And he's going nowhere because Jaravius Hall meets him right at the line of scrimmage. The running back for the Lightning is uh, Terion Brown. Uh, yep. Terion Brown is the running back. And now qu quickly it's third and ten for the Lightning just underway here on homecoming night at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. They've got them right where they want them right here, and now they've just got to execute and do what they've done. Probably not going to throw a lot. Get off the field here, right? Trying to get them to jump off sides. They've obviously been watching film, tried to hard count right there. Shields did. No bite from the Columbia defense. That's, that's, that, that makes me happy to see. These guys will jump if you touch them the wrong <laughs> way on the backside. Yeah, we've seen a lot of that. Here's that shotgun snap. He's looking to throw, and he's going to get hit from behind. Rolling man, the ball's out, and it's recovered by Columbia. 
Columbia's recovered that ball. That rolling Manning made the sack. And they hadn't made the signal yet, but I know we That's recovered Columbia it. Ball. That's Columbia ball. Are it's got to be. Yes. Is it? I mean, I still hadn't seen I the think, signal, but it's so. got to be. It's first and ten at the 26-yard line of the Lightning. No. Wait a minute. They're saying they must have recovered it. Wow. But what a great play by Rolling Manning coming around the, the back side of the play and just chased that quarterback down and took him down. We thought he fumbled it. And, sure uh, looked like it. Yeah. Or maybe they just got back on top of it. We're so not they're, sure. They're out to punt now. Ball Looks hits like the ground. That's Shields punting. And a low line drive kick. And Trying to get away from it. Hager's yes. just going to oh, – know who is that? I think that's Tylee Davis back oh, there yeah. returning I, kicks. Yep. And so he just let it go, and they're going to down it. Uh, a pretty good roll for the punt. It's going to be downed at the 38-yard line of Columbia, where it'll be first and 10, 9.32 to go here in this first quarter. No score after Columbia holds the lightning three and out. And now, quarterback. Yeah, Columbia starting on offense up front. Dravius Hall, Zach Cole, Liam Titus at center, and actually Andrew Sargent starting at right guard, and Isaiah Bishop at that right tackle spot. And we'll get the rest after this just this first play right here. Burton Moore at quarterback in the shotgun. He throws it quickly out to Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis stiff arms his way up to the 50-yard line. They'll knock him out of bounds at the 49, but not after he gets the first first down for Jordan Davis. Yeah, like you said, Burton Moore starting at quarterback. Caden McCoy, obviously the tailback tonight. Malik Smith at tight end. Brian Whitehead back in the starting lineup at fullback. Jordan Davis and Justice Haggard are your two wideouts starting tonight for Columbia. And a great connection there on that first down play, first a first down play for, as it was. And here's a give to McCoy up the middle, and he gets about three right up the middle, right off the center. Liam Titus, as we heard from in the pregame. Before that carry right there, just for, for anybody wondering, Cade McCoy uh, is at 1,109 yards on the season. Uh, the record to beat Regular season and playoff, single season rushing record. Is that golf? Ronnie Pillow. Oh, Pillow. Ronnie Pillow okay. back in the early 2000s, 1,659. He's 550 yards away okay. from breaking that record, and he's got at least three more games to do it in. Yes. Second six, and there's a quick throw out to Haggard, and it's complete on the left side. It's a bad spot. He's going to get about four more yards, so it's going to make it third and about three. You know, with I thought forward progress was a was going to be a factor right there, but he brought it back to where he actually went down. He probably got a couple more yards right there. It would have been about a third and one, but now it's a third and four. Yeah, I'm going to call it a, a long three, what and it you, looks like to me. You mentioned uh, that Burton Moore, you mentioned something about his pants before the game. They just sent him out of the ball game because his knee pads were too high. That's that's. I mean, your, I looked at it. It just looked kind of weird. It looked like he's almost wearing shorts yeah, out there. Yeah, and, and that's the style. I mean, I, you know, that's what they do in the NFL, don't they? And, and it's the and it's legal. College. It's legal in college and in the pros, <coughs> but you cannot have your knees uncovered in high school. Wow. Okay. There you go. So, uh, Case and Tice has to come in at quarterback at third and three. He's under center this time in the eye formation. Going to give to McCoy. McCoy looking for room, and he gets hit right at the line of scrimmage. Breaks out to the left side. He's got the first down and gets knocked out of bounds. Wow. Past the 40, up to the 39-yard line goes Caden McCoy after he went up into the – 
the line of scrimmage, nothing there, and he broke it out to the outside to get his first down. And look at this. They, 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 uh, they, they made uh, Burton Moore come over to the sideline and tape his pants <laughs> down to his thighs. Wow. I guess I guess because his pants are just too short, and uh, uh, he's back in there with tape around his knees. That's wow. pretty funny. Wow. Okay, well, he is back at – at quarterback, the ball spotted. They'll spot it at the 40 of the, the Lightning. First and 10, a pitch to Caden McCoy around the right side. He's got a little room, takes on one blocker, one tackler, and uh, can't get rid of him, maybe gets a yard before he gets knocked out of bounds at the 39. Then it'll be second and nine. Yeah, he ran a long way to only pick up one yard, took it all the way to the far side of the field. Ran over That's one good guy. Pursuit. Yeah, it was it was a good pursuit by, by James Lawson's defense that time to hold McCoy to only one yard. He had a little bit of room if he had cut it back to the inside, but it looked like he kind of wanted to send a message right there and and uh, you know put the put the hit on somebody. All right, here we go. Uh, Burton Moore under center in the I formation. Malik Smith and and now Justice Haggard in the tailback position. Uh-oh, and there's a – what do we got? We got a timeout. Columbia's going to take a timeout, something not right there that the coaches saw, and they decided to stop it right there. And we'll take a quick timeout as well. Seven minutes, 11 seconds to go here in this first quarter. No score here at homecoming at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long, hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. And welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium, second and nine for the Lions at the Lightning 39-yard line. Handoff to Haggard up the middle. He's got a little room, breaks it across the 35, down to the 34-yard line. Goes Haggard, a good pickup there on second down. He's going to make it third and about four to go for the first down. Got to get to the 30. Uh, to get that first down. Yeah, it's it's interesting that we haven't seen that set a lot more this season after Haggard. Uh, you know, I've said this multiple times this season. Only a sophomore. He looks like he's a senior. That's what he's built like and had over 1,000 yards rushing last year at Webb School, transferred in, and has merely just played that slot receiver spot and has played outside a little bit, has had a pretty good season, I think 300 yards on the year and a touchdown, but uh, he's got some skills as a running back as well. Now, Give to McCoy on the left side. He's got room. He's across the 25 down to almost the 20 before he's brought down. He's got the first down and more. He gets to the 21-yard line. And Caden McCoy just hit that line of scrimmage, and there was a seam, and he took off. He's got some skills too, though. That's, that's probably why we don't see that set a lot. So, well, um, I was kind of curious why Haggard was, was in there, and I was looking for McCoy here on the sideline. Then all of a sudden he's back in the lineup there at tailback. So uh, McCoy already gotten – positive impact here for the Lions tonight. And he's in the pistol again This on, on this down. First and ten. Give to him on the right side. Looking for him. Gets hit behind the line of scrimmage. And then he gets another hit. And he is going to go down. Probably going to lose about a half a yard there on McCoy. Good pursuit by the defenders for the Lawson Lightning. Yeah, it looked like he just got right back to the line of scrimmage, I, I believe. 
Um, and it was a, a good effort from him to do so. He, he broke that first tackle and, uh, you know, really it was one-on-one -on -one with him and another guy in the backfield and kind of re-picked his step back up, was stumbling a little bit, and then uh, regathered his feet and was able to get back to the line of scrimmage. Could have been a loss of about four on that play. So, so good, good, good job uh, on the part of Caden McCoy right there. Second and ten for the Lions at the Lightning 21-yard line. Five minutes, 15 seconds and counting. Here's Moore back to pass, and he's going to pull it down and run it, and he's going to go down before he gets back to the line of scrimmage. Or he, he it might be a half a yard uh, shy of the – yeah, they are going to mark him a, a yard – loss on that play it's going to be third and 11. That right there was was a little bit of inexperience showing uh, you know this is only Burton's second start of the of the season was out uh, at Franklin County due to a concussion um, had a guy had Caden McCoy open on this backer out right here uh, out in the flat to the right side just didn't see him took off. Now the shotgun snap by Moore, and he's going deep, looking for Jordan Davis. He's got him at the 10-yard line, complete, and he goes down right there at the 11 is where they'll spot. Now he's going to put it at the 10, and uh, first down yep. for – that's probably going to be first and goal, right? If not, uh, we'll pick up a first down on the, on the two-inch-yard line. Let's see where they put it, I guess. Yeah, they're going to – I still got the chains out over there, so it looks like it's – Yeah, he's putting it right on the 10-yard line, so that's got to be – First and goal from the 10, basically. I mean, yeah. Yeah, first and goal from the 10. So here's Burton Moore and the Columbia Central Lions looking to cash in on this opening, their opening drive of the game here. Moore takes the snap, gives the McCoy on the left side, tries to break it out, gets caught and reverses his field and not going to get anywhere. Gets back to the line of scrimmage where it'll be second and goal from the 10. Yeah, just, just nothing going right there. That time seemed like all white shirts that, that were pressing right there uh, from the second level got through somehow. And, um, and you know, Caden McCoy just wasn't able to, to, to outrun all four of those guys. It seemed like we're all around him. Clock goes down to 340 and counting in the first quarter. No score. Columbia trying to get on the scoreboard here in the red zone on homecoming night. And now give to McCoy. He's got a little opening there and makes his way in for the goal line touchdown. Columbia, Caden McCoy, 10-yard, 11-yard run right on the left side of the Columbia line. So Columbia strikes first with the 11-yard score by Caden McCoy, who's already picked up about 40, I'd say, of, of that drive uh, was contributed to him. And he gets the touchdown. I'm not sure how many touchdowns he's got, but uh, that was number 15. Number 15, 15 on the on year. The season. There's the snap and set and kick by Luis Garcia, and it is good. So now seven to nothing is the score with three minutes 25 seconds to go here in this first quarter. Columbia strikes first with a touchdown from Caden McCoy. Having some technical difficulties with the with the instant replay right now, just it's not picking it up for some reason. So we're gonna right, get so that ironed out. But uh, you know that 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 touchdown run from McCoy right there was, um, you know, he caught a little bit of a crease off the left side of Liam Titus right there. They ran it straight up the middle. It was a little trap play to the left side. Um, he broke to the second level, cut it back to the inside, and found another tiny little crease and then kind of just kept his legs driving as one James Lawson defender was draped all over him, carried him into the end zone. Uh, and that's how Columbia strikes first at this one. Another fantastic touchdown run from Caden McCoy, his 15th of this 
nine-game season so far for, for the Columbia Lions. And over 1,500 yards, you said, right? Or no? 1,100 right now. So probably 1,500 is the, the record. 16. Okay, by needs, Phillip. Needs 500 and probably right at 500 right now to break it. Probably had 50 yards that first drive right there. Yeah. So, again, tell folks how they find this, uh, can watch the, the, the video of the game here and hear our broadcast. Obviously, we, you can hear us on the radio, but you can also pick it up on Facebook, Twitch. Yeah, WKRM Radio on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter, or X. You can find it on all those sites, this, this, the video of this, of this football game. The run back for the Lightning gets up past the 20-yard line. Uh, goes their, their uh, return man, uh, Duran Head, as he gets to the 21 is where they'll officially spot it. It'll be their second drive of the night. The first one, three and out. So let's hope that's the same thing we get again here. Yeah, that was as great. I see Roland Manning here at his cornerback position or strong safety position that he's playing. And, uh, he's the one that made that play the last series for uh, against the lightning that's great coverage right there and here's shields looking to run it himself and he gets bottled up barely gets back to the line of scrimmage as he's hit by malik smith and a host of pride of lines there that take him down as he was just this quarterback was just keeping it himself and going to try to run it up on the left side it was a fawn davis who actually got there first uh and, and uh, got the first hit on Shields that time in the backfield. Good on his part. First start of his career playing that weak side in on the left side now with Tristan Harden uh, to get upfield and, and stay disciplined, to stay right there, break down, and, and make a tackle while his, while his friends came to clean it up. Cam Shields, a quarterback for the Lawson Lightning, and Terion Brown, the running back, on his left hip in the shotgun formation. Now he's going to quick pitch, quick throw it to his right side, and it's complete, but only a minimal gain, only about a three-yard pickup. It'll get to the 25, where it's going to be third and about seven for the Lightning. This is a, this is a run-first offense. They've, just, they've got a lot of athletes. It's, their quarterback's almost like a running back. He wears number 20. Um, I don't know if they lost somebody during the season. I don't know if he started the season as their quarterback. Um, but he is, he is an athlete. Runs a lot of zone read, this team does. And they're not going to throw it unless they absolutely have to. This might be one of those situations. Uh, but so far, Columbia has, has stacked the run up very, very well. Another hard count. That's, they're going to probably do that all night and try to make Columbia jump off sides. They haven't bitten yet. Play clock down to five now. There's the snap. Shields looking to throw, and he's being pressured. It's a middle screen. It's intercepted by Malik Smith. He's going to take it to the house, and he's in the end zone. Malik Smith, touchdown Columbia. What a play. What a play by Columbia's defense. Oh, my gosh. Did you catch it? I think we did. That was unbelievable. We knew it was going to be a screen. They just showed that it was going to be a screen, and Malik, and Malik was waiting on it. Malik Smith maybe just made the absolute play <laughs> of the year. Forget his interception return for a touchdown off the pit, off the uh, tip from Autry Smith he had in the Hunter's Lane game. He just one-handed that football out of the air. We're going to show it to you in just a second because I did pick it up because I fixed the answer replay. <laughs> Thank good. goodness. There's the snap, set, and kick by Luis Garcia, and it is good. A new score with 133 to go. Columbia now 14, 
Lawson Lightning Zero. We're going to give you guys time. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to wait just a second. If you're listening to the radio, please get on Facebook right now because you are about or to YouTube see. Or YouTube or Twitch or whatever them, you. Any of them. Wherever you're, you can find Front Porch Sports Radio or Front Porch Radio TN, right? Yeah, Front Porch Radio TN.com. You're about to see maybe one of the best high school football plays you've ever seen in your entire life. All right, let's the see. The whole it. team <laughs> bites on this screenplay that James Lawson's running right here, and I'm playing in slow motion. I'm going to break it down for you. They all come through the line, and they're setting up a screen. Malik Smith, one-hand interception, and nobody <laughs> else is there to catch him. He got he it at about the 20, right? the way back to the house. He's pumped up. What an unbelievable athlete That's Malik awesome. Smith is turning out to be. Early, early candidate yeah. for play of the game and player of the game, Malik Smith, here tonight uh, yeah. in this football game. Yeah, and you, you heard him at the beginning as we heard him in the pregame that he just loves to make these plays. And he yeah. did this He did this up at Green Hill. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That, that He's interception. He's touchdowns in, that, his, in, his, in, that, his, in his career. Yeah, that defensive play he made at Green Hill was awesome. And, and look at there, Beto cuts, backs it, kicks it all the way into the end zone five yards deep. So the Lightning will come out for their third attempt at trying to get a first down as they'll have it at the 20. Yeah, Malik's going to have to compose himself and come back onto the field right here, which he looks like he's done. Uh, he's a guy that's been he's been taking a lot more uh, interviews or, or, or visits to colleges. I'm in Murfreesboro as a student. Uh, Malik was actually on a visit with Autry Smith. Both the Smiths were up in Murfreesboro for a Tuesday night game against uh, Louisiana Tech last week yeah. uh, where MTSU got the victory. Uh, got a chance to see him on his visit and um, – just couldn't couldn't be uh, couldn't be a better guy to be receiving all the attention and, and having all these good plays coming his way and he's making the most of them. Very good. Now here's the the Lawson Lightning. Uh, they've got it at their own 20 yard line. A give to Brown around the left side of the line and he's met by just a, a host of lions and for no gain or maybe they're gonna they're gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and give him a, I guess a couple of yards. It's gonna be second and eight for. Uh, for James Lawson. Yeah, Jordan Davis was there first. It looked like that was just a gang tackle uh, in the true definition and sense of the word. That was a great effort by the entire Columbia defense. You know, they run this pursuit drill in practice. I'm not sure if they still do, where you you run to the sideline and your angles, and that's kind of drilled into your head. That's exactly what just took place right there on the field. And Air Shields takes the play, takes the the ball, and he's get hits behind the line of scrimmage by Dravius Hall as he was just going to take that uh, the 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 snap, the shotgun snap, and just run it, try to run it around the right side, and he loses what they had just gained. So it's going to be third and ten for the Lightning as we are now approaching 30 seconds to go here in this first quarter as Columbia leading 14 to nothing. Another example of a great pursuit right there from Jaravius. Kind of overran it just a little bit. Cam Shields tried to cut it back in towards the middle of the field. Uh, but just didn't have a chance. Dravius got one of those big bear paws on him. I think it was his left hand and dragged him backwards and finally was able to wrap him up. Here's Shields. He's throwing, trying to throw, and he pulls it back down. Now he's going to throw it deep downfield looking for his receiver, and he's caught it. What a catch. What a catch. Are they going to call it? Did he 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 go over the line of scrimmage when he threw that ball? That's kind of what I was wondering. He did. What a play. Wow. And catching that ball was Darren's. Guerrero. I, I think we're going to have to take another look at that. That was unbelievable. That was an unbelievable catch as he is forced to the outside. That was a great pass. Yeah, it was a spectacular play by James Lawson. And 
just a laid out effort right there. Probably yeah. just got one toe in wow. uh, to make that grab. That was awesome. All the way to the 39-yard line of Columbia goes James Lawson for their first first down of the ball game after three possessions. Now a jet sweep around the left side, and that's going to lose yardage thanks to pursuit and by Barnett and Tristan Harden and Roland Manning. All of those guys in on that play to make the stop. So that's the end of the first quarter as uh, Columbia doing pretty well. 14 to nothing over the James Lawson Lightning. It's homecoming here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. That's the end of the first quarter. Join us for the second quarter right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Court Sports Radio Network. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Second and 13 as we start the second quarter here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium as the Lawson Lightning are trying to get something going after a great pass. And there's a run by Shields trying to battle his way back to the original line of scrimmage after that big 40-yard pass play they had. So he gets to the original line of scrimmage at the Columbia 40-yard line. Uh, or maybe not quite back to the original. They're still It's going to be third and 11 for the Lightning as they spot the ball at the Lions' 40-yard line. Columbia leading 14 to nothing. That was a pretty great effort by Shields that time to break out of that initial contact. Had Zach Cole and Jaravius Hall both on him. They kind of ran into each other, kept his balance somehow, and and was able to pick up, you know, those two yards to uh, get back up to close to the original line of scrimmage. Still looks like it's about third and 11. Columbia with another opportunity to get off the field right here. Shields looking to throw. He throws it out. Quick pass to his left side. That's a block in the back over there. No call, but no no fears, uh, no worries, because there was a lot of Lions out there on the coverage of that pass play for a loss of three on the play. It's going to make it fourth and about 13 for the Lightning as they bring in their punting team. We got a tackler to sacrifice right there. The, the hold on Roland Manning or the block in the back really didn't matter. Everybody else was was around the football. This is the best pursuit I've seen from Columbia's defense all season, even better than uh, holding Franklin County to only six points. Um, and now we're going to get the ball back, hopefully with Tylee Davis back deep. Very good. Punning from his line, setting up at his 40-yard line for the Lightning. Oh, and there's a whistle. Austin Grace is the punter. It's like a false start on James Lawson here. So it's going to back him up five. That helps out a little bit. 
He's Tylee Davis is standing on his 10-yard line. He'll probably get the move up to the 15. Um, but this punter, last time it was a pretty line drive kick, or was that Shields that did a quick kick? Not really sure. That was Shields. Oh, okay. I mean, he it was fourth down, but there's the stamp of ball on the ground, and he still gets it away. Good high punt. Not very long, but now gets a roll wow, for Lawson all the way down to the 10-yard line is that punt. Uh, so a good good punt situation for the Lightning as El Columbia now will take over first and 10 at their own 10-yard line with exactly 10 minutes to go here in this second quarter. Columbia leading 14 to nothing, and they'll be moving right to left here in this second quarter of play. Yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully blocking can kind of settle in a little bit more in the previous drive it just hasn't really mellowed out yet up front for for this columbia offensive line um i think they've definitely got got the upper hand up front columbia does against james lawson they're just gonna have to settle in and execute here's burton moore handing off to caden mccoy on the left side a spin move around the left side he picks up just a little I thought he was going to spin his way and take off running, but Lawson quickly there converged on that tackle for only a three-yard pickup for the Lions. Yeah, spun out of the initial contact right there, and just still these these James Lawson defenders, they're they're a big group. They're not not very uh, big numbers-wise on their team, not a lot of players, but um, this front defense, the front of this defense has got a lot of length not a lot of weight, but a lot of length up front and a lot of speed, and their pursuit is very good on Caden McCoy so far. Second and eight, Burton Moore looking to throw deep, and he's going for Tylee, no, for K.J. Frierson. He's got him at the 47-yard line. He's still on his feet, crosses midfield down to the 46 of the Lawson Lightning. Wow, wow. What, what a catch. What a great play there. Uh, a great pass and catch from Burton Moore to K.J. Frierson. Great setup on the play action right here as we take another look at it. A fake to McCoy. Burton with a two-step drop, loads up and fires downfield. Is a little underthrown, but K.J. Frierson high points the football and finally is taken down at the 46-yard line of James Lawson. Probably one of the better pass plays that we've seen from this Columbia offense in a few weeks. Yes, that was nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. So first and ten. At the 46. Give to McCoy on the left side. Breaks sprint through one tackle and gets five yards just like that down to the 41 goes Caden McCoy. Yeah, another spin move right there. Spun out of the initial contact and and, uh, ended up with a good gain right there. That was all McCoy right there. Had a little bit of a crease but still faced contact right when he got uh, his hands on the football and was able to make the most out of it. K.J. Frierson, who just made the made the great play downfield, was taken out because he had a he went in the right spot in the formation. We heard from from John Moore just across from us, and <laughs> he just got taken out of the game after he made a, a forty yard completion right there. Yep, that's how, it, that's how it goes. Shaq Mason gives him a high five here on the sideline for that for that catch. That's pretty neat. Now give to McCoy on the left side, trying to break through, gets three yards. It's going to be just short of the first down, be third and about one, looks like, to pick up the first down. They'll spot it officially at the 38 of of the Lightning. Columbia continues to try and get the running game going, but 
the, the front defensive line for James Lawson. It's it's just a four-man front, but it seems like there's five guys up there. They're shedding blocks like crazy and getting to Caden uh, in the backfield almost every play. Here's Burton Moore going for the first down himself, and he's got it. Still going, still pushing. That's that. That's that. <laughs> you can hear the coaches over here telling uh, telling Burton Moore to get down after he got that first down. Don't try to get any more. Yeah, he doesn't want to. Doesn't want to get a. Don't want to have a fumble, a turnover, or yeah. uh, you know, have a hurt starting quarterback. That's takes. Got to avoid those things. Takes it to the 32 of the Lightning, where it'll be first. First and 10 again now for the Lions with seven minutes and 25 seconds and counting here in this second quarter. The Lions leading second, uh, excuse me, 14 to nothing and on the move here for looking for more points. Now trying to break inside the uh, 30-yard line. Got a first down right here, a fresh set to work with. Here's McCoy on the left side. He's got a crease, and he's going. He's across the 20. He's at the 10. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Caden McCoy for the Lions. Yards just like that, his second touchdown of the night. And even though that was all Caden McCoy right there, that just made another case for Malik Smith uh, for player of the game. I know it's very early. I know it's very early, but that just made another case for Malik Smith. We'll show you why here in just a second. He had an outstanding kickout block from his fullback spot. Somebody uh, did because he had a hole there I think I yes, could have run through. Yeah. And there was one guy out there, not saying that Caden McCoy wouldn't have beat that one guy on the outside to the left, but an unbelievable job There's by that whole backfield. Extra point is good by Garcia. Now 21 to nothing with seven minutes and one second to go here in this second quarter. Columbia leading on homecoming night, 21 to nothing over James Lawson. So here we go. We'll see it once again. As uh, Malik Smith playing this fullback spot right there, kicks out the defensive end that came free, yep. and that allowed Caden McCoy to spring forward. And then from there, you and know what Caden McCoy does. He beats everybody yeah. to the goal line. That's awesome. That's awesome. A great a great block there. Blake, great kick out block, like you said, of Malik Smith. Fantastic. That's what a, that's what he was talking about, even blocking, you know, because that's what he does on offense. He doesn't get the chance to have the ball much, and I'm, I'm sure that's why he was really pumped up when he got that interception, uh, that pick six, basically. So when he said even, tight end. even when he gets to block, make a good block like that, it just makes him feel just, you know, that much better and stronger and hoping that other his other teammates are, are taking a look to see that that's – you know, something they can do as well. Yeah, absolutely. Anything He's, he can do to help the team. Yeah, for sure. We know so guys are looking up to him. He's, he's, a, he's a huge, huge role model no doubt. Uh, for all these guys. There's the kickoff. Another good kick. Well, a shorter kick this time. Taken at the 15 by the Lightning. And the, the return man, he oh, gets Lord. away. He's across the 30, across the 40. Beats the kicker. Now across midfield. Runs over another defender. And gets it inside Columbia territory to the 46-yard line, the 44-yard line. Go, goodness gracious, I thought that guy was yeah. – that was Mason Hawk who got it at the 15, and it looked like I thought he was going to try to do some kind of a, a reverse or something with one of his teammates, but he was just kind of setting up his blockers, and he made quite an impact. It looked like that might have been the case. They look like they're trying to give off a – you know, the ball right there. Yeah. And that patience allowed those blocks to be set up. And then Holding. Uh, <laughs> and then he had a, a lot of open room to run right there. 
So here's the lightning, a good field position as uh, they run on first down right up the middle, and Malik Smith makes the tackle right at the line of scrimmage. Maybe a yard, a yard and a half gain by Brown for the lightning. Malik lost his drawers a little bit on that play. Had to come up and pull his pants up. That was <laughs> wearing some flamboyant underwear down there. He made a good stop. Yeah, he did. So clock runs here, 6.20 to go here in this in this second quarter. Columbia leading 21 to nothing, but the Lawson Lightning here kind of threatening in uh, Columbia territory. And there's uh, Shields, and he just throws it away. He was trying to make something out of nothing. He kind of got away from, from one of uh, the Columbia defender, Barnett, and thought he was going to go run, and then he decided he's going to spin around and try to throw it, and there was nobody there. Yeah, he'd... Uh if you're familiar with a 360 dunk in basketball, that's kind of what just happened on the uh, on the scramble out to the left side. I really can't explain that one from Shields. Uh, I can't either. There either. were a lot of coaches that kind of bent their head over in, in <laughs> a little bit of shame uh, when they saw that. That's obviously probably not what he wanted to do. Um, yeah, that, that didn't look good at all. And this is a team, by the way, these guys won their first three ball games, started the season 3-0, and have lost five in a row. They haven't scored a point in three weeks. In three games, they've been shut out all three games in a row. Yeah. And to this point, Columbia up 21 to nothing. They've struggled quite a bit, and there's a whistle. They're going to have a timeout by the Lightning, and we'll take one with them. With six minutes and seven seconds to go here in this second quarter, Columbia leads 21 to nothing. Lightning facing a third and seven when we return. This is Columbia Central Lions football on the Frontport Sports Radio Network. Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378. Equal housing lender. Homecoming night here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Six minutes and seven seconds to go here in this second quarter. Columbia leading here at homecoming, 21 to nothing over the James Lawson Lightning. James Lawson School, brand new school, opened up in August this uh, this fall. Uh, they are located in in the Bellevue area of Nashville. It used to be Hillwood High School, so that's where James Lawson is. Now Shields back to throw, and he's being pressured, looking to throw. And he's there's some penalties that should be called, a block in the back, and he's going to get close to his first down. But, he boy, he takes a hit over there by Altry Smith and Justice Haggard as he was. Yeah, they're going to give him the first down. Oh, yeah, so a good run there. there by Shields as uh, he was dead to rights here yeah. in the backfield, right? Yeah. yeah, Columbia brought pressure from, from the two guys in the middle as Tristan Harden comes back into the ballgame. And uh, as Dan James said, Autry Smith with a slobber knocker on, on, on <laughs> oh, shields over there towards the sideline. That was a hit, but he did get his first down. They'll spot it now at the Columbia 35-yard line, his first and 10 for the Lightning. 
And here's Brown. No, Shields going to – no, Brown's got it around the left side. He picks up a little room before he's finally – well, he's still on his feet. They're going to mark him for a seven- or eight-yard gain there. That was a good pickup. About a seven-yard, maybe six-yard on the carry. They spot it at the Columbia 28-yard line is where to, where to spot. They got to get it inside the about the 24 for their first down. Yeah, a lot less height and a lot more beef on the offensive side up front for James Lawson. On the defensive side, it's a lot of length and, and uh, long and lanky guys uh, up front on the defensive line. These guys up here are, are a lot bigger, a lot heftier, and they got a good push right there. Uh, made a good crease for Brown to run through. Now D.J. Rucker in the backfield with Shields, and he's going to give it to him right now, and he's going to get met right there by Zach Cole, but he's dragging defenders up close to his first down. He gets to the 25. He's going to be about a yard short as it'll make it third and one. So a good push there by this uh, D.J. Rucker, who was running at tailback there for the Lightning. Yeah, and like you mentioned, uh, the old Hillwood High School is what James Lawson is now, but not an unfamiliar opponent to Columbia Central. I know none of these guys have ever played played this you group. You did, right? Yes, we played them one time in, in 2018, uh, and it was a shootout, 44-41. to 41. We, got a, we got a victory up there at Hillwood. Here's a fake jet sweep. Give to Rucker. He's trying to reach the first it. down, didn't get it. Lost so that, I'm saying they're going to go for it on fourth down. You would assume so. Yeah. That's, that's Rucker who took the – a lot of movement going on in that backfield, faking the jet sweep and a lot of counter moves and finally just gave it to Rucker to go right up the left side of the of their line. But Looks like Columbia's defense. Yes. That's a long one yard. That's it is. a very long one. They'll spot it at the 26. Got to get inside the 25 for the first. Trying Try to make to Columbia jump. Shields looking to the sideline for the for a play. Play clock down to five now. So they might they're going to call a timeout. That's what it looks like. Yep, they're going to call it. That's a smart timeout. To at three minutes and forty nine seconds to go. We'll keep it here uh, for this one. But uh, they're going to face a fourth in about a yard and a half for for the Lightning at the 26-yard line of Columbia. Columbia leading 21 to nothing on some great plays by Caden McCoy. And, um, Malik Smith as well. Malik Smith gets the pick six. and uh, One-handed pick six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, you know, at this point, I hate to spoil it for everybody, but I don't think that, you know, you know miracles can happen. But that's probably going to be your play of the game at the end of the broadcast. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody somebody could definitely take over uh, and have player of the game. That's definitely still up in the air. Malik Smith is probably the front runner for that too right now with that block he made on the on the 32-yard touchdown run from Caden McCoy uh, in the pick six he had. One-handed, by the way, the one-handed pick six, about 20 yards back to the end zone. Um, but, yeah, that one's going to be hard to beat. That one's going to be very, very hard to beat. So across that front line, Lewis, you got Doravius Hall, uh, Tristan Harden. Tristan Harden at nose tackle. Afon Davis on the right side in, and Zach Cole Zach on the Cole. left side in. And Autry Smith comes down now. There's movement. They've got movement on on Lightning. That's going to back them up five. That's got to be. <laughs> that's got to hurt the coaches over there on that far side on the far sideline of the. Uh, 
James Lawson. Turn after a fourth getting, and two to a fourth and seven right there. Yeah, you get the timeout to get the play in you want, and then you all of a sudden, you know, you lose five yards before you even get to run the play. It's a killer right there. And, and, and that's usually, you know, um, before the Franklin County game, you know, the entire season, that's something that Columbia – uh, would be hurt by, but the last couple of weeks they've been playing pretty disciplined. He's looking to throw a little quick. No, no. He pulls it back down, and he's going to try to run it himself, and he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. Turnover on downs. Who made that tackle? I didn't see that. Was that uh, Caleb Clanton that made – or no. Zach. Autry Smith was on style. That's what Dan said. So I, okay. I go with Autry that. Smith. And Zach Cole was in there for sure, too. But a stop and a hole by the Columbia defense as they do their job. They, they give up a big play, but uh, they're, they're back in business now. First and 10 for them at their own 30, uh, excuse me, at their own 29 yard line. It'll be first and 10 at three minutes and 40 seconds to go here until halftime. Burton Moore in the shotgun fakes to. To McCoy. Now he's being pressured and he's going to get sacked. Wow. He gets taken down back at the 24 yard line as he uh, faked the ball to McCoy and was looking to throw it to Justice Haggard on the far sideline, but he pulls it down to run out of the pocket and got caught from behind. Been a really good job by uh, Burton Moore tonight so far. Uh, Been a couple of things that have just shown a little bit of his, uh, uh, you know, to make him look like a sophomore and show a little bit of his inexperience uh, at the helm of this offense. Right there, you've got to know that that first guy that you dodge is going to circle back and come back and uh, be right behind you, and he just didn't sense it. Second 15, now he's looking to throw again downfield. Got to Jordan Davis, and just Jordan just couldn't quite bring it in if the ball was just a little short. I don't know. He could have maybe caught that, but he had to dive for it to catch it, So, it, but it falls incomplete, and it was just to pass the sticks to for the first yard, for the first down, but the ball falls incomplete. Yeah, definitely had to, definitely had to reverse his, his, his momentum a little bit and come back to the football towards the sideline, but definitely went right through his hands and, and was still probably a catchable football in, in Jordan Davis terms, but just couldn't hold on to it that time. So to make it third and 15 with two minutes and 50 seconds to go here in this second quarter. Columbia leading 21 to nothing, trying to get more. And there's Burton Moore throwing it to Jordan Davis. And what a catch he makes this time on the left sideline down the seam. Oh, my goodness, a great pass and a great catch as for Jordan Davis. The first down all the way up to the Columbia 44-yard line. Kind of the same kind of throw and, and catch right there this time just a completion he had to, he had to kind of stop and shift his momentum and slide it looked like a baseball slide almost i think that's the one sport that jordan done play um but was able to to get his hands under that football and make a grab and pick up the third and long more looking to throw some more now he's getting pressured and he's going to go down again and there's the ball's out the ball is out and rolling free and james lawson gets it at the 20 yard line wow. they're going to get the ball and first and 10 after the sack and the scoop and recovery, they'll put it at the 21-yard line as Burton Moore was going back to pass, but he quickly got hit in the backfield and a turnover. Just got to get rid of the football. We'll see it again right here. Just held on to it a little bit too long. 
pump fake and then was unable to. And uh, Man, he could have been almost down, right? Yeah, His knees. It was close, but I, I think it came out they beforehand. Don't, they don't re-look at these replays like we can here in high school football. So Wish it's first and ten for the Lawson Lightning at the Columbia 21-yard line. Two minutes and 13 seconds. Here's Shields going around the left side, and there's a flag on the play as he's going to go all the way into the end zone for 21 yards, goes Cam Shields. But there's flags on the play. That's in the in the kind of the area where you would think it would be a hold on the offensive line. We're gonna and Dravius so. Hall is saying, they held me. <laughs> Dravius Hall still standing at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Just yeah, he just said, they held me. <laughs> That's he said somebody held him. So it is illegal block on James Lawson is what it sounds chop like. block. Wow. That's going to be big. That's a 15-yarder. That's going to bring it all the way back to the 34-yard line. So I guess it's just a 10-yarder. Oh, is that it? I think so. Or no, it's 10. No. It's 15. Yeah, it's 15. It, that was 15, I thought. But a good play there by by Shields as he just took the ball and went around the left side of the of his line of scrimmage and went all the way into the end zone, but doesn't count. And don't forget Columbia still got two timeouts left here and uh, they forced James Lawson into a first down and twenty and um, they can get the ball back right here and after a stop and have two straight possessions. First and twenty, handoff to Brown up the middle. He gets about six or seven up to the thirty. Uh, before a big host of lines bring him down. It's a good push by, by James Lawson up front that time. It, you know, Columbia's defensive line has really controlled this game, but there's a few plays that have been sprinkled in there where James Lawson has executed really well, gotten a great push, and we saw it right there, a seven-yard gain on first down uh, for the Lightning. Got it at the 20, and there's a pass and a completion. Oh, it's in, 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 oh my it, intercepted by guess who? And he's going to the house at the 20. He's at the 10. He's in the end zone. Malik Smith, his second. But this one, he just re, he took the ball away from the receiver and wow. took it to the house. I my no goodness words. gracious. I have no wow. words. Wow. You got it, right? Yes. Oh, my goodness. He just took that ball away from the receiver and took off, and nobody touched him. And that was at least 70 yards or eight, almost 75 yards that he took that ball to the house. Wow. Two pick sixes for Malik Smith in the first half of this ball game. In one half of football. Wow. <laughs> and he's got to stay out there and block for the extra point. Somebody needs to get him <laughs> on somebody's team next year on playing on Saturday. There's Garcia's extra point, and it is good. 28 to nothing with a minute and nine seconds to go here in this first half on homecoming night. And Malik Smith has lit up this crowd. I'm going to give everybody another second to Woo! tune in get to me tune a, into Facebook. Give right me here. some time to recover. Good All right, let's gracious. take a look at this thing right here because Columbia goes up 28 to nothing. Malik Smith with his second touchdown of the night. We'll start with a little slow motion right here. Is he? It's a kind of like a, just a little short pass. A great catch by the receiver. Twenty-five and Malik Smith, and he just took it away from him at the at the twenty-five. Wow! Took it right out of his hands and seventy-five yards goes Malik Smith wow. untouched. Can you play that again? Yeah, we can. Let's play that again. 
Look at this, this catch. In real time. It's a great catch by the receiver, and he just took it from him. Wow. Just hadn't brought, hadn't brought it back into his body yet. The receiver did. And, uh, you know, I hate, I hate that it reminds me of Ray Lewis taking it away from oh, Eddie George. And, yeah. but, but that's kind of what just happened right there. That's exactly what happened. Wow. He just took it from him. Just took it from him. To go up, he's got four. Malik Smith's got 12 points tonight. Wow. In the first half. And we're not done the first half yet. No, we're not. He's going back on defense now. There's the, the kick from uh, Garcia. Got it to six for the Lightning. Crosses the 20 and down at the – and the ball's out. Ball's out, and they recover it. That's the guy who had it, right? They, they blew a whistle beforehand. I think they said he was down. Okay. So they'll put him down at the 26 for the Lightning just with the one minute left here in this second quarter until halftime. Columbia leading 28 to nothing. So I gotta, I guess i got to take back what I said just a possession ago when I said nothing can top that one-handed uh, interception return for six. That, that might have just did. done it. Oh, that it did. Maybe. That did. I mean, I mean, that guy made a heck of a catch, yeah, he the receiver. And went, then went just opposite of taken away. Was going. Cedric Owens, the receiver, I mean, I know he feels bad because he, he – he had to reach his body way back to catch the ball. And then as he turned around, there's Malik. His big hands just took it away from him. Wow. Okay, it's going to be very hard for somebody to take player of the game away from Malik now. <laughs> well, just going to say it. It's the first half, but definitely he's player of the game with, 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 without a doubt. There's a, there's a timeout for the Lightning on the field. We'll keep it here as uh, we get ready to go to halftime here. Again, it's homecoming for the Columbia Central Lions on a beautiful fall night here in Columbia and all across the mid-state. Great night for Friday night lights and football as teams are positioning themselves for the playoffs, which will start in two weeks from tonight. As a reminder, next week, Columbia will play on a special Thursday night game as they'll play uh, they'll, they'll play uh, host to the Lincoln County Falcons for an all-important regional game that we'll have right here, the broadcast. On, again, that's next Thursday night uh, instead of Friday night. So and I believe Shelbyville and Lincoln County will – or excuse me, Shelbyville and Tallahoma will be playing next Thursday night as well. So here are the Lightning. They've got a minute left to go here until halftime trying to get something going. They've had a few good plays, but – some really not-so-good plays on their behalf. And here's the fake the jet sweep, give to Brown over the left side, and Columbia's right there waiting on him. That's Roland Manning making a heck of a, another tackle from Roland Manning in the backfield, a loss of about three on the play. It'll be uh, second and 13 for the Lightning and a timeout for the Lions. This time the, the Lions call timeout with 53 seconds to go. Not sure if they think they're going to get the ball back or have a chance to get the ball back and I maybe mean, get some more points. It's definitely possible. Uh, I would try. Would not, yeah, I wouldn't not? go to halftime without, you know, with, with timeouts. Absolutely. I mean, you still got 53 seconds. Um, Columbia, has, Columbia yeah. has scored, you know, three out of the four times in under a minute, and that's, you know, we got 53 seconds right here. You get two stops. You can get the ball back with about 30 seconds to go. Um, yeah. With enough time to maybe launch a couple of 20-yard passes ahead of the sticks, uh, get up to about the 30-yard line, and you know maybe you've got two plays to work with and take a shot to the end zone, or maybe you've got one and you can try a field goal with no uh, 
you know, with, with no repercussions if you miss it, you know, farther up to the field, given James Lawson good field position. I mean, I, I'd be taking uh, advantage of all the time that I could right here with 53 seconds left if I was Columbia. No doubt about it. As uh, we get ready for this second down play now, as Shields takes the ball, and he's just going to run it himself around the left side, and he's got a little room, and then he gets clocked over there on the side. I'm not sure who made that. I see Richard Powers over there. Yeah. That might have been the one that made that. No, I believe that was Malik Smith that made that huge hit That because uh, it looks like uh, Shields was going to go, and then he got clocked. And Columbia takes another timeout. Yeah, with and yeah, 37 Richard, seconds now. Richard Powers was in there because Roland Manning had another uh, helmet issue. Oh, we're really? A, yeah, we're getting a, a zoom in of Shaq Mason's sweatshirt right here from, yeah. from Mr. Draper. And that's probably a pretty expensive hoodie. That's probably a pretty expensive hoodie, if I had to guess. No doubt. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So, yeah, third and ten. No, excuse me, third and seven for the Lightning at the at their own 29-yard line. They got to get it to the 37 for the first down. And if I'm James Lawson right now, I'm, I'm staying inbounds at all costs. <laughs> Only 37 seconds to go right here, so... You know, if they play their cards right, James Lawson right here, they, they punt it away with probably 15 seconds to go, and Columbia maybe has two plays to work with that they even use it. So here's the play, handoff to Rucker up the middle, looking for the first down, and he's going to be close. I don't think he got there. It's short. So it's going to be short, and that's going to – the clock is going to just keep going now until they'll, they'll get it at the 35. And they're just going to keep their offense out here on the field and try to go for it. I don't think it'd be smart for James Lawson to go for it well, right here. They don't have to. They don't even have to take a play. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's 19. Yeah. There's more on the play clock than is left on the game clock. So they're just going to count this one down at fourth down. Go into halftime. Columbia will get the kick the ball back at the beginning of the second half. As uh, we are down to 0-0-0, and what a first half by the Columbia Central Lions as uh, they head to the tunnel and to the locker room, uh, leading here on homecoming night 28 to nothing. A great, great first half for the Lions. Two touchdowns by Caden McCoy and two defensive touchdown pick sixes by Malik Smith of the Columbia Central Lions. Probably going to hear from Coach Goff here in a second as, as Clayton Harris is, is down talking with him uh, on the field right now as they go into the locker room. But we'll get it right after the break, and we appreciate all of you all listening. We'll get ready. We'll hear some sounds from the Columbia Central Marching Band here at halftime as well, and hopefully we can get talk uh, Shaq Mason to come up at some point. We also have the principal of uh, Columbia Central, uh, Mr. Steele, Dr. Steele, we'll hope to hear from him as well. But we'll take a, a break here, listen to some of our sponsors. It's 28 to nothing here at halftime. This is Columbia Central Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
The Medicare annual enrollment period starts October 15th, and Murray Regional Health wants to make sure you have all the information you need before enrolling or changing your plan. Murray Regional will host the free Your Medicare in 2024 seminar at the Murray Regional Annex at 1223 Trotwood Avenue in Columbia on November 3rd, where experts will explain Medicare plan changes and answer any questions about enrollment. No registration is necessary to attend. For more information, go to murrayregional.com. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Foster Insurance Agency is a locally owned independent agency and a proud member of the insurers of Tennessee. Foster represents many top-rated insurance companies such as Auto Owners Insurance. The great team at Foster has been servicing Columbia and surrounding areas in Middle Tennessee since 1952 and offers many commercial and personal insurance products. Call Mike Ford or Jimmy Ford today at 931-388-8365 or stop by their convenient location at 204 West 4th Street in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium homecoming night here at Columbia Central High School. And they're doing great on the football field as they're leading the James Lawson Lightning 28 to nothing. Two great runs by Caden McCoy, two touchdown scores, and then, of course, the touchdown, two pick sixes by Malik Smith, the middle linebacker for the Columbia Central Lions. So a great way to have homecoming here. And, Lewis, uh, you've got some... Maybe some uh, information from from the head coach Tredarius Golf, right? Yeah, we do have a quick word down on the field as Columbia is up twenty-eight to nothing at halftime. We've got uh, Doctor Steele, principal at Columbia Central High School, here in just a second. Uh, but first, we'll go down to field level and hear a quick word from Clayton Harris, who's on the field down talking to head coach Tredarius Golf. Here we are at the half of homecoming. It's 28 nothing Columbia leading James Lawson. Coach, uh, thoughts on your team's first half performance? Um, I think we came out and, and played a, a great, uh, a good half of football. Don't let me say great because we could do better. We had some mistakes here and there, but overall we was able to overcome the mistakes and um, score points, and the defense is coming up big for us once again tonight. Malik's having a great game, two, two turnovers and two touchdowns. So if we can keep it up the second half and fix some of the mistakes, let's finish strong. Coach, good luck in the second half. All right, thank you. And there you have it, head coach Tredarius Golf, as uh, we hear from him at halftime. And uh, we're also we're glad to, obviously glad we're, we're leading twenty-eight to nothing. A great, great first half for the Columbia Central Lions here at homecoming. And joining us here in the the press box 
is uh, the, the principal of Columbia Central High School is Dr. Michael Steele. Dr. Steele, thanks for being with us. Way, always a pleasure. Thank you, guys. So it's been homecoming. How's it been? The, the, the homecoming comes after a week a y'all week. were out. So I kind of was surprised maybe that you had homecoming. But obviously you, you work things out. Has it been a good week? It's been a great week. The kids have been fantastic. Uh, the, uh, the staff have put together an amazing uh, homecoming week with all sorts of festivities culminating in the game tonight. And uh, we, were, we were more happy that we didn't have a game during the fall break. We had one last year. didn't work out that well as far as preparation goes but the kids had a chance to prep for this game and then the and then all the festivities this week have been fantastic so and yeah talk about some of the festivities what uh, the students i know they're they're all excited here tonight a, a great crowd of the, the parents and the, the bands out here on the field and you had the ceremony or the the homecoming court that yes. came on but there's a lot of things that go into uh, homecoming week, right? A lot of things that happen during the week of school. Every day's a theme, and then they they compete with points. So uh, from great for grade levels, and um, you know, then they, we have a powder puff game on on Wednesday. Uh, the young ladies come out and play powder puff, and then you know, shout out to our student section, to our band, our our, our cheerleaders, you know, our dance team, you name it. They the school spirit has been amazing, and. That's something that it's got to be fun for the students, and I hope it's fun. I don't know. I don't know how the teachers look at it, the administrators look at it, but you know, it we is it. it is a lot of fun, right? Well, we love it. It's I mean, it's part of the. It's one of the reasons. Uh, being make no mistake about it. I mean, most people are in education because we like being around kids. I love being around these kids. I mean, they keep me young and they keep me laughing. They keep me challenged. I mean, there's never a there's really never an easy day, but they're all great days. I mean, and uh, I mean, take a look at them. I mean, look at how they're enjoying their their youth. You know, you and I've been there. We've had our time uh, when we were in high school and remember being silly and having fun. And you know, uh, I just like being around them every day. They. Um, they make me want to be a better principal every single day, and I love them. And uh, the whole staff did an amazing job this year of putting so many activities together. Um, you know, uh, Actress Day or Actor Day, and some of the kids did some amazing uh, costumes and uh, had us had us laughing all week. Yeah, that's great. And, and obviously, you, you, you touched on a little bit about the faculty and the, uh, the administration. Uh, you guys are committed right just like you said this is this is what you you're doing for your career this is, is a passion uh, yeah. I, ch- I changed careers to do this uh, i was in law enforcement for 10 years and i left i i quit with i quit my i retired without a job and i went into education started going back to school going into education because i worked as a school resource officer for an outstanding principal named dan buckman i'll give him a shout out in florida Dan's probably retired by now, but uh, he showed me what I really wanted to be. Uh, I thought law enforcement was going to be my 30-year career and then I'd go to the house, but no. When I worked for Dan Buckman, I saw how much he loved young people, and I've always loved children and young people. Um, I knew then that I wanted to change, and so that's what I did. So, obviously, uh, Dr. Steele, there's there's been a lot of concern over, you know, things that have happened all across our country, even, you know, in Israel. And you, you think of, of all the different, uh, you know, the problems that we've had. Tell us about how you all are handling, you know, when issues like that have come up uh, or that are on a national scene and we hear about it daily on the news. Uh, 
is that something of concern? Or and you said about SROs, are we is is Columbia Central High School a safe place for our kids to go to school? Well, let me tell you right now that the uh, Murray County Sheriff's Office is a fantastic uh, law enforcement organization, as is Columbia Police Department. We have troopers that come over. We now have a full-time Homeland Security agent that works with our county and a couple of surrounding counties and checks on our safety. Um, every time we do our drills, uh, I got onto the kids the other day because we did a, a lockdown drill, and it just wasn't uh, as good as it could have been. And then a couple days later, we did a fire drill, and they did amazing. So they respond when we need them to, uh, and they take it seriously. And, uh, you know, so, yes, I mean, that's a safe school right there. I mean, we had... If we had an emergency there, then uh, we've got four different law enforcement agencies that would be responding within minutes. And in some cases, uh, within we've got three outstanding uh, school resource officers. Well, really two, but their supervisor is over there quite a bit. And uh, they're all very high-speed individuals, meaning... If something went down, they were, they're ready. They're right there, ready to go. Uh, and we also have uh, some very well-trained staff in their former careers and former life that are very capable of taking action if necessary. So I've had uh, numerous community members and parents tell me they feel very safe, that their kid, they, they feel like their children are very safe going to that school. We'll talk about the first part of the, I guess, at the fall break. That kind of breaks the, the the cycle from the beginning of the school, or you have segments, or tell me how that works, and, and yeah. how you think this first segment of school has been. Well, the first nine weeks have been fantastic. Uh, I mean, it's been a it's just been a smooth year. You know, Columbia Central is a huge high school. You know, we got like fifteen hundred students. So and that's, how many faculty? Uh, right, right at about a hundred, and then if you count uh, some of the uh, like cafeterias for that, you're looking at about one hundred and twenty staff, um, and so fifteen. 1,500 kids uh, that, you know, uh, right here smack dab in the center of the city. And um, the first nine weeks has been fantastic. Uh, the kids came back from break with a great attitude. And, you know, you mentioned that. So when they come back and it's it's homecoming week. Uh, that would be kind of fun. Yeah, that's kind of fun yeah. because you don't really have time to be uh, moaning that you have to get out of bed early, you know. <laughs> right. And so... Uh, you know, we push them. Though. I'm gonna tell you, we push them. I push them uh, personally. I'll call them in and push them, and I'll, I'll, I'll expect them to show some resilience. And they're very, very resilient kids. And when you talk about issues around the world, and people, a lot of some people always want to kind of uh, question or doubt uh, public education, but these kids are intact. Let me tell you something. Their spirit is intact for what they love and what they want. Uh, and I have a lot of faith in the future for our country with these kids. Um, I could go down a list. But, you know, and it's not just Columbia Central. It's every school in Murray County. There's a, there's great things happening in every single school. And I can never go above them. I can never tell you enough how amazing the, the community support is for education in this county. And that's a key, right? That's the key. That's the key to success. Uh, you you got to have folks to buy in on what you all are doing. And then you got to have the faculty buying in. And then... Obviously, you're going to try to encourage those kids to buy in yeah. to what it is you're trying to do. It's a, it's a very, it's a flaw. It's a flaw if you think that we're going to be able to do it just ourselves without the community support. The commu- so the community support definitely helps us move the needle for all things positive Murray County Schools. Uh, and can't, can't thank them enough. I mean, there's people, uh, just I'll speak for Columbia Central, but there are people that I can call at a moment's notice that will be there for, for me, whether it's just to come talk to kids or whether it's to provide financial support for kids and families and whatnot. And that's a... Uh, 
that's very rare, and uh, we're blessed. We're blessed here in Murray County. So, you know, there's there's always a, a lot of extracurricular activities for kids to be involved with. Here we are, a bunch of them are involved in football, a bunch of them obviously involved in band, but there's a lot of other things, Not and even, uh, uh, you know, for uh, scholastically, right, the, yes. that there's lots of things for, the, for Columbia Central High School kids to be a part of, and I know that's part of the goal and the part of the education process as well is to get them further involved in all kinds of different things. Right. Well, you know, we have the Collegiate Academy, which is a, a rigorous program. Uh, there's plenty of academic opportunities at Columbia Central. And if you come to Columbia Central High School and you put your head down in the books, as you should, you're going to be uh, prepared to go to any university in the country or into any career in the country, because we're very proud of our uh, career and technical education programs, too. We have a lot of the kids that are going to be going to TCAT Hohenwald instead of going to the university. Uh, after they graduate, which is fantastic because... We need those folks. Yeah, we absolutely need those folks. Our country needs those folks. And uh, we have numerous kids that are going to go in the military because our, our ROTC program is outstanding. And the kids love it. The Master Chiefs... Uh, our commander just uh, got promoted, so he's leaving. Oh. Uh, farewell to uh, Commander Hannah. We're going to miss him. Uh, but he's going to Texas. Instead of having this one big school, he's going to have 30 schools. And uh, wow. But we have two amazing Master Chiefs here that still run the uh, ROTC program very well and um, we'll be speaking to a gentleman that might be our new commander we don't know we're going to be meeting with him in about two weeks so uh, we're excited about that because our ROTC has to be one of the top 10 programs in the country very good and yeah, I'd love to hear you talking about CTE and uh, I'm kind of partial to the FFA program and and what it allows uh, kids to develop their leadership skills and and uh, that's what it's all about is that's you're correct. developing leaders for tomorrow right right leadership's all about influence and uh, you know I tell teachers all the time and and now I'm, I'm sharing with the kids too you know when you see somebody you got to pick something from somebody that you admire someone a leader in your life a mentor and you got to want to emulate what they do and, and find out how they got where they got and uh, and just kind of emulate that and then start building on your own uh, journey and your own mission and uh, go from there. And again, going back to just loving these kids and and wanting to work in this, uh, in this position, this job, it's an amazing job. It's, um, it goes, you know, one minute it's August, next minute it's Christmas. It goes so fast. (laughs) I always, yeah, whatever, you know, it just seems like we just started football and here we are. We got one more game left in the regular season. And, uh, but it's been a great season. Uh, the Columbia Lions five and three and hopefully going to go six and three tonight and, and, and get a win next Thursday night for that regular season finale. And uh, I'm sure that'll be senior night. And, uh, I know that you've got wants and desires. There's needs that you, you know, you have as uh, that you see as a principal. But uh, w- what are some of those? Have you got anything on mind that you know you wish you had, or you wish you could get more involvement with parents or from the school board, or you know, obviously, I know more funding is what everybody would like to have, but yeah. you don't always get that. Well, funding is uh, one thing, but our school board and our superintendent have fought a lot for more funding and the, and then to utilize the funding that we did get 
to put it in support of all the schools, which again is is uh, is rare. And it's great to know that our school board prioritizes the funds being uh, uh, put into the schools more than anything else. For example, uh, I had a meeting today. We're really excited about this new indoor complex that. Uh, that we're going to be building pretty soon and how that's going to look and then some of the uh, ref- the renovations of our current existing uh, athletic facilities. I think all the high schools across the county are getting some kind of uh, indoor facility and then renovations and whatnot. So that's exciting because, um, let's face it, athletics is huge and uh, you know we want to be able to compete against anybody else out there. And a lot of these other high schools have amazing yeah. facilities. Yeah, they do. they do. Well, Dr. Michael Steele, we appreciate you taking the time out, and we appreciate more so of the job you're doing uh, uh, for your day job. But, yeah. you're, but I know the day job turns into a lot of extra time. A lot of people don't realize what it takes, not just you, but your, your, you know, the rest of the faculty, you know, these coaches that spend a lot of extra time with the kids, and that's part of it, right? That's, that's what it. makes it so successful. It's what's make, and what makes it, I mean, you can tell the difference from the commitment that adults put in and the commitments they don't put in, uh, depending on what school you go to. For example, you know, our... Um, uh, our student council and their teachers that are in charge of students, they're putting on a dance tonight, homecoming dance after the game. So okay. I'll, be, I'll be leaving here and go yeah. to supervise that till about right. 1130. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I go home tired a lot, but I wouldn't have it any other way because these kids deserve it. Uh, I remember people pouring into me uh, when I was young, when I was a teenager. And, uh, you know, I tell, I try to remind people all the time, these kids are going to grow up one day and they're going to remember how much you poured into them or they're going to remember how much you did not pour into them. So let's make, let's go overboard with doing good for them and, and pouring into them and giving them some, the memories that they're going to cherish for years. And, uh, you know, I had a kid come back uh, just two days ago. He graduated in 2015, long before I got here, but he came back and he, he's an artist. He's a tattoo artist now, but he, he painted this picture for one of his teachers and he he wanted to see her and he brought this framed photo of the of the twin towers and the 9-11 memorial and he said without this teacher i don't know where i'd be right now and that's really what it's all about you know is that kind of memory wow that's incredible that's great that's great well dr Steele, thank you for what you do what you mean for columbia central high school and not only columbia central high school but for all schools here in murray county and and uh, just appreciate all you teachers, and and uh, I don't know. I, that's I, I appreciated my teachers, and I'm sure you did too. And, I do, uh, I it's, do. It's yes, a sir. Great thing to have a, that good relationship with your teachers and your principals and the, the, the rest of the faculty. So just thank you for what you do, and and uh, good. We're having a great homecoming night here, yes, 28 sir. to nothing. We'll get ready for the second half, and and uh, good luck to the rest of the school year. Yes, sir. And thank you for. Uh, taking time to be up here with well, us. Well, anytime, and I'm sure I'll be seeing you maybe during basketball or sometime like that. But it's good. I heard you guys call in the game two weeks ago in uh, Franklin County. I was driving to Charleston to see my daughter. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was not happy that first half, a 3 nothing first half. <laughs> yeah. You guys were trying to make it a positive uh, spin on things. And I was like, and I was telling my wife on the way, no, they're they're holding back because I know they're not happy either. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and we that's came exactly we came right. back to win that one, so that was a great win. But, uh, but man, what a nail biter! It was. Uh, but thank you for having me. I really appreciate all y'all's support. And uh, you know, I think Coach Golf and his team are doing a fab- fabulous job and getting into the playoffs for the first time in so many years. And I, and Caden McCoy's chasing that all-time rushing uh, record. He only needs about 400 yards. 
he's got three games to get it, so he's capable of doing that. And um, but so hopefully he'll be able to get that. But thank you guys always, and uh, anytime I can support, please let me know. Thank you, Doctor Michael Steele, the principal of Columbia Central High School, joining us here at halftime as both teams have worked their way back out onto the field to get warmed up to start this third quarter of play. As Columbia will get the opening kickoff here in the third quarter, they're leading twenty-eight to nothing. We'll take another timeout. We'll hear from some of our sponsors. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Foster Insurance Agency is a locally owned independent agency and a proud member of the insurers of Tennessee. Foster represents many top-rated insurance companies such as Auto Owners Insurance. The great team at Foster has been servicing Columbia and surrounding areas in Middle Tennessee since 1952 and offers many commercial and personal insurance products. Call Mike Ford or Jimmy Ford today at 931-388-8365 or stop by their convenient location at 204 West 4th Street in Columbia, Tennessee. We always get the question, what is Caledonia? That's easy. We're a full financial services firm. Who is Caledonia? Well, that's a little more interesting. Monty has an economics background. Daisy and Perry come from the banking world. Gay is an accountant. And Thomas has science and business degrees. Blair was a small business owner. Finally, I'm Becky Price, and I have a background in education. Together, we make up Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Welcome back to the second half of homecoming night here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium as the Columbia Central Lions are leading 28 to nothing here at halftime and getting ready to receive the second half kickoff and hopefully get a few more points here, Lewis. It was a great first half. It was all all Columbia, all Columbia. Yeah, uh, I guess 26 or 24 points technically, uh, four points to Luis Garcia, uh, 24 points by two guys. Uh, Caden McCoy and Malik Smith, both with two touchdowns on that night. Caden McCoy, two rushing, and Malik Smith, two interception returns for touchdowns in that first half of play. And Columbia going to get the football right back here uh, in the second half. Um, I guess 
This is the first kickoff yes. that James Lawson has had in the football game. Yep, uh, it is. To start, the, uh, to start the second half of play. Hopefully, it's their only kickoff yeah. of the football game. Hopefully, yeah. uh, uh, Columbia can contain this, these, uh, these James Lawson and, and complete the shutout here as we're about to get ready to start the third quarter of play. Austin Grace is the kicker for the James Lawson Lightning. And um, we're getting ready for the kickoff here as he tees it up. Going to be going, he's going to kick it from right to left. Columbia ready to receive who we got back here is Haggard uh, and Tyler Davis. Davis. Yes, correct. And here's the kick, and it's going to hit to Justice Haggard at the 17. And he's got some room. There's a hold. They know what he called it. <laughs> it's Jordan Davis was holding over there, but he, wow. he made it through for sure. Uh, up to Haggard gets up to the 39, I believe. Let's see where they spot that ball officially. Yeah, the 39. 39. So it was a great return. You know, got about 22 yards on that return right there and um, ended up, uh, you know, a, a fantastic return for Justice Haggard. Um, you know, a lot of times these guys don't throw it to him or, or kick it to him, um, but that time they did and Haggard made the most of it. Here we go. As Moore hands off to McCoy, looking for him, he gets gets hit right at the line of the scrimmage. As as uh, he goes down, maybe he's going to lose a yard on that play. They'll put it at the 38-yard line. And guys, you wouldn't believe who we've got in the press box with us, Lewis. I'm kind of like I'm I'm kind of shaking. It was Doctor Steele just a little bit ago, and I thought he was a great interview. But no now, disrespect to Doctor Steele. Yeah, uh, but this this kind of <laughs> this is special. Bit. Shaq Mason joins us here in the press box and he's on the microphone here and uh shaq mason thank you for joining us and what's it been like to be back at homecoming that's been great it's been great man um just seeing seeing a lot of old faces seeing the guys um up big right now so that's that's always a good good sight to see and uh as caden mccoy goes for about seven yards he'll get it up to about the 44 yard line it'll be third and five for the Lions, and you, I'm sure you've had a chance to speak to some of the players. I think you went in at halftime, and, and maybe even before the game, you had a chance to talk to them. What do you What do you try to tell somebody like that? Because you were you were once right here, right? Absolutely. I mean, this was this was your your time uh, just a few years ago when, when you guys won that state championship with the head coach Tredarius Golf, right? Absolutely. I, um, I went in that pregame and told the guys, I said, "You remember these days for for the rest of y'all's lives, man." I, I told them. Um, these guys that I won the state champions with, uh, me and me and Tredarius, we talk every day. Like, you remember these guys for the for the rest of your life. And I told them like, I've won two Super Bowls, but didn't cry in any Super Bowl. But I cry when I won a state championship, just because oh, wow. you know these are the guys that I grew up with, and you know been knowing since I was five years old. So it meant a little more to me to win with guys from my hometown, and you know. The NFL. Caden McCoy gets the first down up inside the Lightning territory up to the 46-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Lions as they're on the move here, trying to add to their 28 to nothing lead over the Lightning. But so, uh, Shaq, it's been a pleasure to watch you and your career. Uh, I've been here 30 years in Columbia and, of course, known about your you, – you, you went to Georgia Tech and then you go to the New England Patriots to play for 
you know, Tom Brady and all those other great Patriots and Bill Belichick. And then you, you you went to Tampa Bay, and now and now for some reason yeah, you've gone to out. another team that we don't understand, that a team that, that that was in Nashville now that used to be in Houston, but now you're a Houston Texan. Yes, sir. What's that uh, like? It's great, man. Uh, the, the journey has been nothing but a blessing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thankful every day just just for the simple fact that oh man. It's a marathon. Jerry, yeah. the, the, the marathon continues, right, Shaq? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A, a, a pass complete and then a turnover, unfortunately. But uh, that'll be uh, Lightning will pick it up at their own 38-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for the Lightning. So unfortunate there for the turnover for the Lions. But anyway, so. But yeah, um, like I was saying, you know, the, the, the journey has been great, man. Um, for me, going, you know, to Tech, to getting to the Patriots and, you know, the success we had as a team there, um, you know, my, my career has been, been great, and I can't, you know what I'm saying, I don't think I couldn't be in a better position. So the Texans now, obviously they're off this week, and uh, with their bye, uh, the Titans are off as well, and with, uh, with the other division guys, uh, Jacksonville played and won last night in a close game with the Saints. I don't know if you keep up with all of that. The, no, your division, absolutely. you got to keep up with the division, right? Absolutely. So you're keeping up with the Titans and what they're doing. I am. So, I am. so what, tell us about the season as far as the Texans. Um, season's been great, man. I, I know, um, you know, going into going into this past week, we were. Uh, we were two and three, so I think a big thing was being being uh, 500 before the bye. So um, that, that, was, that was big. Um, the, the win against the Saints was pretty big to um, seal that three and three right before the bye to, to have that 500 record going into uh, Carolina next week. So I think that's big. And um, you know, right now I think we got a we got a good good amount of momentum. This division is going to be tight. I think it's going to go all the way down. I think the Titans and the Texans play the last game of the year against <laughs> right, one another. Right. So maybe that's going to come down to it. And hopefully we, both both teams can beat those Jaguars and those Colts. We don't want either one of those to win. <laughs> now I'm going to have to pull for the Texans now that you're a, you're a Houston Texan. And, and, uh, except for when they play the Titans. Okay? Uh, you know, you just have to give me a little slack on that, Jack, right? Uh, but, but so the rest of the way, and you have the bye week, so it's obviously getting back to business, getting back to uh, work this next week. But how often do you get to come back home to Columbia, and how cool is it for you to come back and visit like you are now? Oh, it's very cool, man. Um, like I said, just just coming back to the, the field that, you know, uh, per se started all, you know. Um, it's, it's amazing. And then to see, you know, my cousin being the head coach for, you know, the team we used to play for is absolutely amazing to me. And um, it's been what? I think, I think it's the first time coming to a game in like 12 years. Is so, that right? You hadn't yeah. been to a game? I, thought, a game I was thinking like you had. Years. Yeah. So the, the, tell us about the foundation that you have. Uh, that's been very important. Lewis is a former is a player that my, uh, that played for the Lions and and tell us about that foundation. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a foundation that I started, uh, the Shaq Mason Foundation, and it's just you know just showing you know kids in the area that you know there is a way, there's you know there's success that can come to you from anything, and just getting giving kids opportunity, and that's and I think that's big for me, just giving back to the community I came from because um, as I was growing up. There were there weren't many um, you know foundations for 
things like that. So I wanted to start one, you know, in my hometown. That's and great. It's a great thing that, that Columbia Central football players are really heavily involved in that. I, I played with D, your brother, and yeah. uh, throughout he was two two years above me, but got a chance to play with him throughout middle school and high school, and it's uh, got a chance to volunteer for the Shack right. Mason Foundation Absolutely. around Christmas time and. It's just a fantastic thing for this community to have something like that, especially for the leaders of, of, of Central High School and the youth of this community uh, to be involved in that. that you're doing Absolutely. So, you know, you, you've got you, you signed a contract. You're you're playing with the Texans, but you know, Texans be you know think about trying to. Uh, finish out your career a little closer to home. That's what we need. You know, you, you can finish out this year, but you know, uh, does that ever cross your mind? I mean, oh, absolutely, man. I'm a. I grew up a Titans fan. You know, that was um, that, that that was always you know growing up. That was my team. You know, being from here, being a Titans fan. Um, Steve there was the first autograph I've ever gotten. So um, yeah, I was definitely a Titans fan. But uh, you know. Things kind of changed once, <laughs> once I got in the NFL. <laughs> but, I mean, deep down, somewhere in there, I'm definitely still still root for the Titans. Not so much now that I'm in that division. We're going to have to send that to, to <laughs> a radio station in Houston or something like that. Shaq, I had a quick question for you. Um, you know, you've played for the majority of your pro career with Tom Brady as your quarterback. Uh, and now you've got a rookie back there, C.J. Stroud, and he's he's had a spectacular start to his career. Is there any difference for you becoming, you know, starting as a young guy with the goat, uh, arguably as your as your leader of the offense, and now you're kind of the don't want to say older guy, but you've been around the block a couple of times and um, right. probably got a quarterback that's looking to you for some advice. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, and it's crazy that you say that because C.J. he picks my brain all the time about. You know about Tom and yeah. you know asking me questions and you know I, I give him all the info I can because you know he's he's definitely the leader of the offense now and you know I try to instill those same things into him that you know the way Tom went about it because Tom has such such great success in the NFL and you know I see CJ's career you know being uh, being very good as well and of course you want to win right you want to you want to win every time you go on the field. No matter who you're playing for or who's at quarterback, whether it's the GOAT or C.J. Stroud or, or maybe even, you know, Ryan Tannehill, you know. Uh, <laughs> Probably not by the time he gets there. But. You, you want to win, though, right? Absolutely. Every one of Absolutely. you guys. I mean, Winning is the main thing, yeah. for sure. For and it's sure. a lot of fun. Are Absolutely. you enjoying the time, oh, obviously? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. No, nothing, nothing beats winning a game in the NFL because they're so hard to come by, and I think, I think I was so spoiled at the very beginning of my career, and um, you know I got to I got to feel what losing felt like once once uh, twelve left us for a little bit. <laughs> twelve is good, right? I mean, he really is that good. But he's he that good. Yes. I mean, do you, do you keep in contact at all? With, oh yeah, with I, him? Talk, I talk to Tom all the time. Is that right? Yeah, I talk to Tom very often. Is he planning on coming back? Oh, no, he's done. <laughs> he's done. He's done for sure. <laughs> you know, for sure. There, there's, a, there's some of those quarterbacks that have done that. You know, that have, yeah. they've gone out and they're not ready and. They come back, and right. it hasn't been that long since he went, went out. But, uh, but uh, anyway, so uh, w what's your hope for the foundation and, and, you know, the Columbia Lions football team, you know, as you, 
you know, go back to Houston. I know you stay in touch. You got family here, right? You're, right. you're staying in touch. And right. what's the hope for what you hope that you can do for the foundation, and then to inspire some of these kids on the football um, team? So really, I think um, my biggest thing for the foundation is you know that we keep you know taking the proper steps and giving kids hope and. You know, letting kids chase their dreams regardless of financial situation. And um, as far as, you know, the team as a whole, I got um, I got a tremendous amount of faith in my cousin to, you know, lead those guys in the right direction. And um, I always tell him, I tell him when I'm done, man, just save me a, save me a position on the, on the, uh, on the staff. So <laughs> That would be great. That would be great, for sure. Definitely, when you get ready to retire, you've got a spot right here. And, that, of course, it won't be too far away. You'll just be... 30 miles up the road in Nashville when you retire, right? As you come back to the Titans. We need you We need you to come play for the Titans. And they, they need some help in offensive line worse than anybody right now, for sure. Uh, well, listen, hey, we really appreciate this time that you that you give to us and that you've given the team today. Uh, it's a special homecoming. These kids will, will remember it, just like you said. They'll remember you, seeing you, and, and being a part of homecoming and and I know it's been fun for you to go back in the tunnel and come out of the tunnel and, and uh, to be on this field. And we just thank you for everything you've meant to Columbia Central Football and for Columbia in general. I know it's home, right? This Definitely. is home. Absolutely, man. It, it feels great just being back just because. You uh, put the coin. For the <laughs> I saw that. And we got good. We got the. Yeah, we, got we, the we, we, we won toss. it. Yeah, we, we won did. It. We did. I told, I told the refs, regardless of what it lands on, make sure we win the toss. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, Shaq Mason, uh, Lewis and I are, are huge fans, and everybody in Columbia is a huge fan. No matter if you're playing for the Patriots, uh, the, the Texans, or the Titans. You know, we're, we're just fans of Shaq Mason. He's, he's a lion first, and that's all that matters. Yes. You'll Absolutely. always be a lion, right? Absolutely. You'll always be a lion. Absolutely. All right. Shaq Mason, thanks for your time, and uh, good luck the rest of the season. And uh, I know you'll be in Nashville at least for one time. Anyway, later on when you play when you play the Titans, and we'll all be looking for you then. Absolutely. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. Shaq Mason's been our guest and an unbelievable, uh, fantastic offensive lineman for the Houston Texans and uh, a former Lion great, a state championship winner and uh, teammate of Tredarius Golf and obviously just uh, it's about fantastic. Time to put his jersey up somewhere in the stadium. I, I know it's in the I know it's in the school, but it needs to be uh, on the press box or. Um, you know, somewhere on uh, on 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 the on the banner over there or something. We won't get a quick picture of uh, Mr. Shaq Mason right here. Here we go. We got a picture. All right, there you go. Thank you, sir. We had to have a picture. Now we get back to football. Yeah, sorry, sorry <laughs> we, about all the, all the uh, nonsense there. Yeah, we've kind of we've kind of gone away here. Nothing majors happened. Even though I'm hoping you all uh, that are watching this can see what's going on is is uh, the Lightning have put on a little drive here after the turnover. They're down inside Columbia territory, a first and ten at the Columbia 18-yard line. Still 28 to nothing with three minutes to go and counting here in this third quarter as uh, Lewis, uh, the Lightning, have put up a good little drive here trying to get some points here in the red zone. Yeah, the momentum really shifted after that after that fumble off of the uh, – after the reception from Columbia around here on the other side of the field. There's – a handoff to Rucker up the middle, and that guy's a runner. He's, they've put him in in the first half, and there goes the push. He's still on his field pushing. 
Uh, pushed all the way into the end zone, but they're going to stop him. Lucky that it was called dead right there. They'll stop him at the six, so that's a first. That's going to be a first down. All right, let's see where they spot it. Oh, no, they're going to bring it back to the 11. Um, that's what they blew it dead. We're, we're lucky that that's what happened. Forward progress was stopped. And, wow. Because it really didn't look like forward progress was stopped. They pushed him all no. the way through, and he sprung out of the pile and went for a touchdown. And there he goes again, and he's running over the right side, and he's going to get the first down, I believe. He's right, right at the yard to gain, and that's going to probably make it first and goal here for the James Lawson Lightning is uh, their first serious drive in this football game all night. Yeah, and they've really powered their way down there uh, by way of the run. It's number 44, Rucker. DJ Rucker. Yeah. And uh, he's 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 a lot to bring down. Yeah, he's 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 big back. One of the biggest guys out there on the on the James Lawson offense. Don't know why he hadn't been getting the majority of the touches so far in the game. They, they can't stop him right now. So he didn't get the first down, but he's going to give it to Rucker this time, and he does get the first down as he gets down to the about the six-yard line. It'll be first and goal there from for the Lightning. As Caleb Clan and Malik Smith in their first uh, got hands on Rucker in the backfield, it looks like they were going to get the stop and broke through both pairs of arms right there through the contact and bulldozed his way down to the seven or the six, six for, the first, for the first down. First and goal at the six. And, you know, if you're the defense, you've held them out. You've played a heck of a game all night. And, you know, they've, they've got a goose egg over there on their side as Columbia. Oh, there's a high snap. Rucker gets it, though. But Autry Smith is right there to bring him down at the 15. So a loss of almost 10 on the play as a, the high snap. It could have been fumbled, but Rucker was right there to bring it down, the running back. And Autry Smith was very aware of the situation, and he was in there like lightning himself. Lightning himself. Yeah, Smith played it really, really disciplined right there on that play. He was back in the backfield, and the ball was up in the air, but didn't want to try and force going for the ball. Uh, and then it end up in the pans of Rucker right there. Uh, he would have had nobody else in front of him, probably would have gotten a really positive gain out of that play. But Smith did not go for the ball. He was a little bit too far away from it to make a play on it and just stayed right there, broke down, and make a tackle when the ball came back down to earth. So I'm not sure what's going on. The play clock not working. Uh, yeah, but End of the quarter. Oh, that's right. They were just waiting on the quarter. Already, though, so no score in this third quarter of play. It's still 28 to nothing, and the Lightning driving, but it's second and goal from the 15. So we'll take a quick timeout, hear from some of our sponsors, and tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, southern middle Tennessee, and north Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long, hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline.
And welcome back to Lindsey Nelson Stadium. Second and 15 as we start the fourth quarter. And there's a flag to stop the play before it begins. As there's a movement, false start on the Lightning. That'll back him up five more yards. So it's going to be first and goal from the 20. So That helps out. So before, so the clock should have not run, right? They, they don't even run it. So it should be back at 12. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not really worried about it. Yeah, first and it was, you know, they had it first and goal at the six. Now it's uh, second and goal from the Columbia 20. As Shields in the shotgun, he's looking to throw to the end zone. Got a man there, but incomplete. As Corbin Williams back there in coverage. Yeah, so now it's going to be third and goal from the 20. You got to imagine that that James Lawson's going to go for it here, even though this is this is you know don't want to don't want to keep on repeating this because I know James Lawson isn't proud of it, but a, a, you know a goose egg for the past three games uh, and still a goose egg here in the fourth quarter of this fourth game in a row. So no points in four weeks here, and um, you know it, as far as the game goes and trying to get out of here with a victory, which you know looks kind of bleak for them right now. You got to think that they're going to go for the touchdown here if they don't pick this thing up uh, on third down. Here Shields takes the shotgun snap. Now he's going to pull it down and run it right up the middle. He's got a little room, a little crease. Wow. He works his way. He gets down to the five inside the five-yard line. So a great run and great movement there by Shields as he just kind of shifts and twists and turns his way through the middle of the Columbia defense down to the five-yard line. Now you definitely go for it, I, I believe. Fourth and goal from the five. Pick up 15 yards on third and goal. Now you got five to go. No, they're going to bring in. The, they're going to bring in the field goal kicker. That's interesting. They want to get some points. They don't want to have a goose egg. I, I wouldn't either. I understand. But maybe. But you you, can't, you, you score a touchdown. Blocking. You know, you still got a relatively you know maybe still a single digit percentage chance, but it's still there. Right. I think they d- definitely want to try to get some points. There's a snap, the set, and the kick is good. So they do get on the board. With three points. And now a new score in the ball game with 10.59 to go in the fourth quarter of this football game on homecoming night. Columbia leading 28-3 over the James Lawson Lightning. We'll take a quick timeout and tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. This is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager at Columbia Ace Hardware. We have changed our store hours to better serve our community. Columbia Ace Hardware is now open from 7 to 7, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4 on Saturday, and closed on Sunday. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us show you customer service that can only be found at Columbia Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Home of Columbia Central Lions Athletics for over 70 years. 103.7 WKRM Columbia. So the James Lawson Lightning get on the board with three points and a field goal from uh, Grace Austin to get three points as Columbia is still leading 28-3. to And here's Lightning kicking off. Haggard gets the ball at his 12. 
He's across the 20. He's got some room. He's across the 30, up over the 35-yard line. Goes a great run back there by Justice Haggard. He'll get up to the 37-yard line where Columbia will have it first and 10 as we uh, at 10.47 to go here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, great effort by Justice right there. It, you know, you hadn't really gotten a lot of opportunities to run kickoffs back. For the majority of the season, he's been the punt returner, but fumbled one in the Spring Hill game, and Ty Lee Davis took over those responsibilities, and now it's Haggard and Davis back there, both of those guys, for kickoffs. Um, and this probably been the best return game for Justice Haggard of the season so far. First and ten for the Lions. Give to McCoy on the left side. He's looking for room, and he's got some. He makes a move. He's across midfield. He's across the 40. He's at the 30. He cuts back inside. He's at the 20. He's at the 10. Goes down at the 8-yard line. Goes Caden McCoy. Goodness gracious, alive. That boy is something. He just picked his way, weaved his way in and out of those potential defenders. Just a great play by, by Caden McCoy. Great play by Caden McCoy. He stiff-armed Malik Smith, who got a cramp on the field. It's oh, Rucker, they, Rucker they, down on the field, the running back, and playing defense as well. Um, while he's getting looked at, let's take another look at this at this, uh, at this this run right here from Caden. Unbelievable run. It's a, it's a power play off left guard. And look right here as Malik gets in his way, and he stiff-arms him and pushes him back into blocking and then passes him. That just shows you how fast he is. Stiff-arms him in front of him, and then Malik Smith's going full speed and then passes him again. So 60-yard run there by Caden McCoy. Give it to him again. Let him, let him finish it off. As, uh, they got, they've got first and goal at the eight-yard line for the Columbia Central Lions. Burton Moore under center. Looking to give to McCoy again. He picks his way, and he gets hit right at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. Looked like there was a little bit of a crease right there, but it closed up quickly. It did. and It seemed like it was a little late getting the ball. Yeah. Not sure. It was slow developing. They set it up to where uh, they, they shifted all their numbers to the right side, which takes all the numbers from the James Lawson defense to that right side of Columbia's offense. And then they ran a counter, which puts it back to the opposite side of the field where you have those numbers, but somebody shedded a block and, and made a play right there at the line of scrimmage for no gain. Second and goal. They'll, we'll call it from the eight. Here's Burton Moore. Give it to McCoy right on the left side, and he's crossed five into the end zone for his third touchdown of the night. An eight-yard touchdown run by Caden McCoy. That drive was all Caden McCoy for his third touchdown. It sure was. Columbia now up 34-3, to so just like that, they answer that drive, the turnover that the Lightning got and converted into three points. Columbia turns their possession into six. And now waiting on the extra point try to make it seven. Jordan Davis come running on the field. That's going to be a penalty, surely. Yeah. I think if he's the kick was is. good, but they're going to have to kick that again, I guess. Back it up five as a legal substitution, most yep. definitely. You know, he might have gotten away with it if Jordan Davis had stayed behind that official right there. He didn't throw the flag until he saw him when he ran right past him. Yeah. Well, that the far the far side judge on the far side saw it, so he threw his flag too. Oh god. That was pretty funny. Yeah. 
And he almost got a block in there. You know, the guy that he was supposed to be blocking from his up back spot. And uh, ran in there right at the last second and almost caught a little piece of, of uh, the guy coming off the edge who almost made a block. So um, good effort from Jordan, even though he it, it was uh, it was illegal. Yeah. So now what are they doing? Going to have to kick it from, from the uh, about the eight-yard line now. Okay. Or I guess the seven. It's a five-yard penalty from the two. All right. So, so it'll be a 25-yard extra 25 point. 25-yarder. There's a snap, set, kick, and it is good. Nice. It is good. New score on the field with nine minutes, 33 seconds to go here in this fourth quarter. Columbia now 35, James Lawson three. Let's take another look at this uh, touchdown run from Caden McCoy. And um, you'll see on this one, Caden McCoy really a, a finesse back and a speed back. But this time, he laid the hammer on this play right up the middle, off left guard, and we'll see it boom. Right there. He ran over that one, one guy. He's still on the ground. Boom. Got him yeah. again right there at the goal line. That was his last uh, obstacle right there for McCoy to face, and he ran straight through his face. <laughs> I won't say exactly what Marshawn Lynch said in that interview, but if you know what I'm talking about, yep. he ran through his expletive face. <laughs> Touchdown. Wow. Three touchdowns on the night, over 100 yards for Caden McCoy. Just a fantastic young man here for the Columbia Central Lions, a four-year senior. And uh, now the competition for player of the game gets a little bit stiffer. Yeah, uh, I, I don't still, think so. Yeah, I think it's got to be Malik. Yeah, Malik so far. But we can't say that yet. It's got to be a surprise at the end of the game. Yeah, but I tell you, uh, it's just great to see both of those seniors and how they have contributed to this Lion program in their, in their careers over the last four years. And still got more – you know, at least two games to go. Hopefully three and four and five and six. There's the kick by Beto, and that's going to go. He touched it, so that's the ball where the ball goes right should, there. Should be right there at the one-yard line. At that's the two. what they're going to do. Yep. At the two-yard line. That's awesome. The receiver there, um, the returner, touched the Shields. ball. He touched the ball, and... The ball goes out of bounds at the two, so that's where they'll spot it. Huge mistake right there. First you got to get a, you got to get away from those kicks right there. You either got to catch them cleanly or get away from them as a kickoff return. It's different uh, for kickoff returns because if you touch that thing, it's live, and um, you know that would have been a penalty if he hadn't touched it, and they would have got the ball at the 35-yard line. Yep. But instead, Columbia is going to be set up inside their own fi- inside the uh, James Lawson five, and uh, Cam Shields is going to be set up in his own end zone. Maybe some more defensive points coming for Columbia here. Yeah. Malik or somebody, anybody. And they've still got Brown in there running the football, I, especially in this situation. I'd have my power back, Rucker, in there. Well, you know, he was the one that was he did injured. Get hurt, yes. Maybe still cramped up a little bit. Four yards deep in the end zone is gets the snap, the shotgun snap, gives to Brown. He goes nowhere. He might have lost a yard. It's close right there at the and, line. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see. That was Jaravius Hall yeah. making that tackle along with Tristan Harden in there in the stop and Zach Cole. They've had a great game. They really uh, – Lawson's just had the, really the one – Kind of substantiated drive after the turnover on their last their last drive where they got the three points. And with so many starters missing from this defense, especially up front, these guys have played outstanding. They really have. 
And there's a high snap, and it's going to be a safety. He no, got he got out. out. Wow. He got out. Who was that? That's, uh, that was Autry back there on the stop. Yeah, had him in the end zone, and Shields was smart enough to reach that ball back over the goal line to the one. So it's a loss of one on the play. And it's going to make it third and 11. So it was a great effort by Shields to it know really where he was. was and stretch out and get that ball back out of the end zone. I thought he had him. I really did. I he thought did. he had him. Didn't think he was going to get out of there. Wrapped his legs up about three yards deep in the end zone, and then he kind of just fell forward and extended that ball just outside of the goal line to save those two points. So this is an opportunity for the Columbia defense to make another stop right here. Or the safety. There's a snap. Shields going to throw it, and dropped. he dropped it. So it's going to be fourth and 11 from the one. It's going to be a very, very wow. difficult punt for James Lawson here. And, and um, going to leave good field position for the Lions. Yeah, Tylee Davis is going to be set up on James Lawson's 35-yard line. And the, the, the other thing, you know, punters, you know, a lot of teams don't practice this, but it's another thing to think about. He's going to be right there with his foot on that back line of the end zone. If he steps anywhere on that white, it's a safety. And it's actually Shields back there to yep. punt the quarterback. Yep, there he is. About nine yards deep. Columbia's. And he, oh, my goodness. It looked like hit, Malik Smith got a little bit of it. I think he got, a, I think he got his leg. I don't think he hit the ball. I think Malik caught a piece of Shields' leg on his way up to punt, and uh, it ended up being a really about a 21-yard punt. punt. Wow! Columbia gonna get first and ten at the 22-yard line of James Lawson. Casey Tyson now in at quarterback. Burton Moore out. Okay. Don't know. Uh, well. I mean, we, we, should see, we should see a lot of, uh, of uh, folks coming in and Chris, playing. Chris Caffey in at tailback. So there's Tice. He's going to give to Caffey, and he's looking for room. Gets about three yards before he's then taken four yards before he's taken down. Gets inside the 20, down to the 18. So a yeah. four-yard pickup for Caffey. Kind of a busted play right there as Columbia was set up in the wrong formation. Um play was supposed to be going to the uh, right side, and Malik Smith, the fullback, was set up offset to the left, which is not what you want to have happen. Here's Kathy again coming on the left side, and he's hit in the backfield, and he's going to get a loss on this one, a two-yard loss. It'll be third and about eight for the Lions. That time Malik, Malik missed the block uh, to seal out the edge, the one that he uh, made and, and played beautifully on that 32-yard run from Caden in the first half. Didn't quite get there that time, and uh, I believe that was a, a loss of a couple yards right there for, yep. for Chris Cathy. Yep. So now third and eight at the Lightning 20-yard line. Case and Tice under center. And here's Kathy gets the ball on the left side. He's got a little room, and he gets close to the 12-yard line. It's so close to that first down. That is going to be close. I think that's going to get it. I that is, it. first down. A great carry. Now somebody's hurt. Looks a like lineman. Zach Cole. I believe that's Zach Cole oh, cramping a, up. I hope that's – yeah, it's a cramp. But a great run there by Chris Kathy and – um, you know, had to have eight yards, and he gets about nine. Yeah, a great effort right there from, from the Columbia's offense as a whole. 
Um, great blocking. Receivers were obviously not in the right formation. Yeah, yeah. We're um, hearing from the from the offensive coordinator, Coach Moore, here beside us in the press box. Columbia leading again, 35-3, to looking to get a few more points to add. And it's four minutes and 41 seconds to go. And they're still tending to Zach Cole down on the field with a cramp. Hopefully he's going to be okay shortly. But we'll take a quick timeout. We'll be right back right after this. Turn your car into cold, hard cash today. Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Zach Cole makes his way off to the sidelines on his own power. Good to see. Now it's first and 10 as Case and Tice hands off to Kathy as he gets down to the 10 yard line, a couple of yards on the play. So it'll be second and eight. Got to get to the two for the first down as the clock will continue running. Now reaching, getting ready to hit the four-minute mark left in the ball game. Columbia leading 35-3 to here on homecoming of 2023. Week 10 of the Tennessee high school football season. Hard to believe, Lewis, this is week 10. It's wild. It's wild to think about. Feels like we just started. Yep. But, a boy. Couldn't be a better weather, as we've talked about at the beginning of the game. Here's a handoff to Kathy on the left side again as he pushes his way for a couple of yards down to the eight is where they'll stop him. And that'll make it third and about six for the first down. As Columbia starts putting in some other players as well, coming in uh, to relieve uh, Kathy is Tristan Richardson, a freshman. Running back. Then John Moore just said, who is that when he came in there? I don't, uh, <laughs> he is a freshman, so probably his first varsity action ever. Um, you know, he's going to line up a tailback right here. We'll see if he can make something happen. I'm sure Columbia is not planning on, on throwing the football here, but you never know. Here's the pitch to Tristan, and he gets racked up in the backfield, and he's going to lose a couple yards. But what do you do? You're going to kick a field goal? That's what they're doing. Let as much time tick off that clock as possible and kick this thing with about one second on the the play clock. So that's probably exciting there for Richardson to get to come in and run the ball, even though he loses a couple of yards. I know I'd be excited if I was a freshman to get to get in the ball game on the varsity side of things here. I'd be on max preps later tonight, you know, uh, admiring my one carry for a negative one-yard stat. Uh, yeah. To even be on, on the varsity stat line would be would be pretty cool as a freshman. There's the field goal attempt, and it is good. From 23 yards goes Luis Garcia. 27 yards, they'll call it. And so that adds to the score, 38 now to three for the Columbia Central Lions, and that starts the clock. Yes, right? should. Should be a running clock from here on out. And the clock is running right now with two minutes to go, and this game's going to be over just shortly. Yeah. So. Hopefully in two minutes, unless we have a, a kick return for a touchdown right here, and uh, James Lawson, uh, you know, breaks that 35-point barrier again. Unfortunate here for the 
the James Lawson Lightning, as as you touched on, they they've been they hadn't scored a point until tonight in four games. So last time they scored was against Spring Hill in week back in week five when they got 14. They lost to Spring Hill, the only common opponent that we have, 27-14. They're in the Region 5-6A, or, or excuse me, Region 6-5A is, uh, is uh, the, the, the region that they're in. That's along with Page and Nolansville. Uh, who else? Let's see. I think Glencliff. Yeah, they play them next week. Right, their last game is next week against Glencliff. But they lost. To, here's their scores for the year. That, like they said, they won their first three games against Cheatham County. The first game, 18 to 15. They beat Sycamore seven to two. They beat Stratford 49 to 32. And then they the losses piling up now. Centennial 35 to nothing. Spring Hill 27-14. Hillsboro 35 to nothing. Page 50 to nothing. And in their last game two weeks ago was 27 to nothing. It's just hard to believe that they, they started out, you know, 3 and 0 on the season and now uh, this is this is going to be a 6 a, in a row yeah, that they lost. 6 game losing streak. Yeah. And for Columbia, this will be a 3 game win streak right yeah we hadn't had that this year no we haven't that's, gonna, that's something that i was talking about early in the season that you know it was very hard to come by for for columbia to stack up some wins they lose one or they win one and then they lose one uh, and you know those close games that we had against shelbyville for example were just killers uh to columbia's season early early in the year um, but now they've stacked up three wins in a row, Spring Hill, Franklin County, and now this one to go to six and three in about 30 seconds um, over uh, James Lawson. So, uh, you know, Columbia's got some momentum right now. I know the feeling uh, that you get when you stack some wins together like this. You get to six and three, you're three games above 500. You've got an opportunity next week to be right back here in this stadium in only six days from now uh, on a Thursday night. Um, against the Lincoln County team that right now is, is playing some good football against Shelbyville. I think you said uh, earlier that was a 29-22 game that Kinda Shelbyville. At halftime, yeah. yeah. Shelbyville was leading at halftime. I've inquired about that score right now to see where they are right That'll now. That'll obviously be a tougher game, but. but it's always know. a tough game when you play Lincoln yeah, County. Yeah, but, but Columbia has an opportunity to be 7-3 and three at the end of this season. There's a jet sweep, and then they're going to try to throw it downfield, and it throws out of bounds. But the clock's going to keep running right there, and that's probably going to – oh, no, is that a flag over there? I think that is a flag. Clayton Harris down on the sideline almost got hit by that football. <laughs> you saw that. That was pretty funny. 22 clock has stopped with 22 seconds to go. Columbia going to improve to 6-3 and three on the year. 38-3 to three right now is a penalty called against James Lawson, and then they'll start this clock, and that's probably going to – wrap it up right they might have time for one more play yeah maybe maybe they run one more um it looks like they're calling one so i mean i'd want to run one as the clock now goes under 15 seconds now under 10 seconds they're going to try and get it off they will they did a jet sweep and a reverse and the ball goes on the ground and the runner is going to go on the ground for a big loss and that's going to wrap it up here on homecoming night 2023 as the Columbia Central Lions are victorious over the James Lawson Lightning, 
38 to three. What a night for the Columbia Central Lions. Yeah, what a win for Columbia. You know, the, the, James Lawson coming in, you know, was kind of a sneaky team, watching them a little bit on film. They've got a lot of athletes. Their quarterback's an athlete. They ran a lot of zone read, and that's, you know, they stuck to their formula tonight against, against Columbia Central. Um, didn't have a whole lot of success, you know, finally got on the scoreboard with those with that field goal there towards the end of the football game. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, you know, James Lawson, I know these guys, I was down there talking to them uh, before the game kicked off. They weren't underestimating this team at all, and it showed. You know, Columbia usually comes into games like this and, and you know, plays to their opponent, and they can kind of keep these types of games close. Tonight that didn't happen. They took care of business the way they should have uh, against a less talented James Lawson team and um, come out victorious 38-3 to over the Lightning tonight, which, you know, Lightning, a first-year school, um, and they've already got some athletes up there in Metro Nashville. They're going to have they're going to have some good football teams to come in the, in the future. Well, and that's going to do it for right now. And then we'll be back, but we'll take a we'll take a timeout and we'll name our player of the game. We'll see some of the highlights, uh, the highlight plays of the game, and then hopefully we can hear some comments from head coach Tredarius Golf as your Columbia Central Lions are victorious here on homecoming night 2023. They beat James Lawson 38-3 here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. We'll take a timeout. We'll be right back right after this. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, southern middle Tennessee, and north Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long, hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Welcome back to a victorious Lindsey Nelson Stadium for the Columbia Central Lions as they beat James Lawson 38-3 here on homecoming. Lewis, a great game for the Lions and uh, fantastic plays for Caden McCoy, Malik Smith. Just just a, a great ball game if you're a Columbia Central Lions fan. you got Shaq Mason returns home to homecoming, says it's the first time he's been back here at a game in, in like 12 years, so that's incredible. Yeah. So that was inspiring <laughs> that he is the honorary captain, gets to toss the coin, and and uh, and did him come up here and talk to us in the press box was just really great and uh, a good night for Columbia Central. Yeah, absolutely, uh, and, and Columbia played their tails off. I don't know, probably Check had something to do with that. These guys were probably a little extra motivated. Uh, I've mentioned before, that, I mean, that team and, the, and that guy in particular and Coach Trey D as well, I mean, to this generation and my generation and the guys that are playing today, those guys were like idols. I mean, we watched them on TV playing for, nat or playing for state championships, uh, you know, every year when I know when I was just getting into football and, 
Um, you know, it, it made a lot of these guys and these players, you know, start to think and start to want to be Columbia Lions in the future. And um, they had an out, you know, a lasting impression on, on these young players in the, in the Columbia community, in the Murray County community. And um, I'm sure that that added a little bit of extra, extra heat to the flame. Uh, tonight for these Columbia players as they get it done by a, by a, a, a large margin tonight, 38-3 to over James Lawson. So I just got an update for uh, the uh, Shelbyville and Lincoln County game. It's still 29-22 to with about wow. 10 minutes to go in that ball game. So no scores since really halftime in that ball game. Uh, I heard they, they – uh, Lincoln County had it at the four-yard line of Shelbyville and couldn't punch it in. Would have given them the lead. So it's still that's still a, a game there for Lincoln County over the seven and one Shelbyville Golden Eagles, who you know far and away are leading you know the Region Five Five A team as uh, they're hosting Lincoln County tonight. Lincoln County at three and five hadn't got a score on Tullahoma is at Spring Hill, Tullahoma 6-2, and two, Spring Hill 2-6, and six, and also Lawrence County is at 3-5, and five, hosting Franklin County, who is at that disappointing for them 1-7. and seven. They don't play like it, but I know, know, it's, it's horrible, unbelievable horrible that record. they're 1-7 they're and seven and not sure what they're doing uh, tonight uh, in Lawrenceburg. So we've got some highlights, and uh, hopefully we're going to hear from uh, head coach Tredarius Golf as well. Yeah, but, we will. Uh, you, we can actually uh, go ahead and all right. uh, go down to field level right now. Clayton Harris down with uh, head coach Tredarius Goff, and we're going to pull it up here in just a second. He's down there talking to the team right now, uh, still giving his speech to the guys after this great victory here in week number 10. Down to the field to Clayton Harris. Here's, here's head coach Tredarius Goff. Here with Coach Jarius Golf, his first homecoming as head coach. And coach, tonight you come out a 38 to three winner over James Lawson. What What's your thoughts on your team's performance? Um, I think we did some good things. We did some bad things. Um, overall, we got the W, and that's the that's the main thing. Um, we got to work on consistency, man. Uh, we started off strong. We kind of got flat as we got a lead, and um, we, we we can't do that against great teams because that'll come back to bite you, man. So. We're going to work on being more consistent and finishing games. Your team's 6-3. and three. you got a big region game next week here at the homecoming, or I'm sorry, senior night on Thursday night. It's a big game. Yeah, it's a big game, man. We're going to need all the fan support we can get out here um, for these kids. Um, they've been playing hard all year, so I think they deserve it. And um, we're going to come out again and try to get us another W. Coach, you're 6-3 right now. You've secured your first winning season and your first season as head coach. Congratulations. I appreciate it. Thank you. That was head coach Tredarius Goff uh, talking to Clayton Harris down on the field. Um, you know, that's kind of what you want to hear from your head coach after a big victory like that. Not completely satisfied uh, with his team's performance. Still saw things to work on, and I think everybody saw some uh, some things to work on. I, th- I know we did, and uh, sounds like Tredarius knows that there's still some things to work on. Um, that you know, to play better teams. You know, you got Lincoln County coming in here next week, who's uh, battling a Shelby, a seven and one Shelbyville team, and um, still know, in and, that game, and, and that's a huge rivalry in itself. Even if Lincoln County's zero and nine at this point, it's going to be a terrific victory. Our Columbia is zero and nine. Absolutely. It doesn't matter what Absolutely. the records are when those two get together. We've seen it. You saw it last year. The, there's no way that Lincoln County you would have thought would have been able to, you know, was prepared to beat Columbia, but they did last last yeah. year in Fayetteville. This year, it's. 
back here in Columbia. So on that special Thursday night game, uh, right now I'm showing uh, Franklin County is uh, uh, at Lawrence County, and they are winning over Lawrence County still in the fourth quarter, 31-16. to 16. So it looks like Franklin County is going to get their second win of the season, and Lawrence County will fall to 3-6. and six. As it stands right now, they're leading 31-16. to 16. Absolutely. Uh, now let's uh, go ahead and go back and take a game rewind here as Columbia once again beats James Lawson here in Lindsey Nelson Stadium 38-3. to We're going to take a look at some highlights uh, from today's game. If you're tuned in on Facebook, here's a, uh, the biggest pass of the night from Burton Moore as he locks and loads and goes deep to K.J. Frierson, who goes up high points the football and comes down with a great grab. Um, that was one of our offensive highlights of the night. Here's another one right here. This is kind of a highlight from Malik Smith and Cade McCoy as he springs out, kicks out the block on the left side, and Cade McCoy is sprung for a 32-yard touchdown right there. We missed Caden's first touchdown uh, of the night, um, which we are really, really sad about uh, uh, because that's kind of what opened up the scoring there early in that football game. Um, but, yeah, just a, a great night for Columbia offensively. Uh, as uh, there's so many highlights to choose from. I really don't know what the play of the game could possibly be. I know it's between two plays, but, I mean, you know. To me, the 75-yard pick six that he just took the ball out of the guy's hands. Yeah. But, of course, that first one he got was pretty nice, too. I mean, you know, 75 yards after he took it out of his hands or, uh, you know, a one-handed interception from a middle linebacker. Here's a bulldoze of a run by uh, Cade McCoy. He's probably, you know, probably had close to 150 yards tonight himself, two touchdowns, three, actually three, three touchdowns. touchdowns. So he's up to 17 touchdowns on the season in just nine games. Um, we'll take another look at some more highlights here as this game continues to go on. Here's another highlight from Cade McCoy. Uh, you just can't get enough of this guy. A 60-yard run to set up that last touchdown we just showed. So he shakes and bakes right there, pushes Malik Smith, gives him a little sidearm, and then he, I mean, the speed from that guy is just insane. It doesn't even make sense that a human's legs can move that fast. Uh, it's unbelievable. Um, and we'll go back and uh, look right here. That the uh, I guess you know this won't be the play of the game. Honorable mention play of the game is Malik Smith on the screen pass, one-handed interception. Let's take another look at that right there and slow it down. Uh, Malik Smith, unbelievable athletic play, almost falls down, gets right back up, recovers, one-handed interception. We'll look at it one more time before we go to the play of the game. Takes it from the 25, one hand at the 25-yard line, and he and takes, takes it. it all the way. Yep in for a Columbia touchdown. And now for, let me pull it up here, the play of the game for Columbia tonight uh, is from the same guy. Yeah, you heard that right. The same guy, Malik Smith, as he, on this play right here, from his inside linebacker spot, reads the play. Great catch by the receiver. Ray Lewis takes that out of his hands, crosses the 50-yard line, and Malik Smith is gone. That's your play of the game uh, for the Columbia Lions tonight. We'll look at it one more time and slow it down for you as Malik Smith, right there at the top of your screen, breaks on the ball, sees it, sees an opportunity, and just like, oh, thank you, I'll take that you at know, the 30 yard and, line and takes it all the way and back. And that's close to where he got it before his first pick. It's on the is same at the yard 25 line. Yard the line. Way. Yes. Yeah. So he only he gets it at the 25 both times. 
and goes to the house. One for 25, one for 75. And so he's got 100 yards in, 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 in defensive in a, in interceptions. Yeah. And two touchdowns. Uh, we'll just see him run out the uh, run out the rest of the play. And even though Cade McCoy had well over 100 yards and three touchdowns on the day, he's gotten enough of those trophies here yeah. tonight. We're going to have to give the Caring Hearts Home Health Care of Columbia Player of the Game Award tonight to Malik Smith. Two interceptions returned for touchdowns from his middle linebacker spot. Um, just an outstanding game from him. And the block, the seal-out block from his fullback spot on that 32-yard touchdown run from Caden McCoy to and spring he, that thing out. And he got a, looked like he got a piece of that block punt. Yeah, you he know? did. He got the leg of that punter right there, yeah. which ended up being another Columbia touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So there you go. Malik Smith. The Caring Hearts player of the game, and he also gets the play of the game. So congratulations to Malik Smith, and congratulations to the Columbia Central Lions on homecoming here tonight at Lindsey Nelson Stadium as uh, they are victorious 38-3 to over the James Lawson Lightning. So just uh, next week, Columbia, again, will be hosting Lincoln County, Lawrence County, is at Cheatham County. Franklin County will host Spring Hill. And then a big one, Shelbyville hosts Tullahoma. Depending on what Tullahoma has done tonight at Spring Hill, that's a big game next week. We were hoping Spring Hill could maybe win tonight, which hadn't heard a score. So somebody, we can end up here again. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, uh, so it's, it's kind of uh, trying to vying for the playoff spots. Shelbyville. Of course, that game's still in progress, 29-22 against Lincoln County tonight. But Chevyville will host Tullahoma next Thursday night as well. That's a Thursday night game. So, all right, uh, we'll – that's going to wrap it up. You good? I'm good. All right. Enjoyed it. It's been a great night. This is Columbia Central Lions football on 103.7 WKRM, the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Your final score at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, Columbia 38 James Lawson, three. For Lewis Maddox, I'm Lee Maddox. We appreciate you listening and to all our sponsors. Join us again next Thursday night as the Lions will host Lincoln County right here at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. We'll have the broadcast beginning around 645 right here on Front Porch Sports Radio. Good night from Lindsey Nelson Stadium. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to the home of the Columbia Central High Lions, 103.7 WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee.